Why are you still here? Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping, and I brought me some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low. Let it snow. Oh yeah. When we finally kiss goodnight, how I'll hate going out in the storm. But if you really hold me tight, all the way home I'll be warm. And the fire is slowly dying, and my dear, we're still goodbye. But as long as you love me so, let it snow, let it snow and snow. Finally kiss goodnight How I'll hate going out in the storm But if you really grab me tight All the way home I'll be warm Oh, the fire is slowly dying And my dear, we're still goodbye But as long as you love me so Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon and welcome to the Arctic Blast portion of the program on this Arctic Blast Tuesday, which I believe is a new, uh, it's a new a spiked seltzer that will be available soon. Arctic Blast. Yes. With just a hint of pumpkin spice. It is a what up Tuesday. It's a, wow, everybody's panicking because there's a couple of snowflakes outside <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> Well, you it know, is, you people are yesterday. turning into snowflakes around well, here. Well, no, that's been going on for like three years at least. But meanwhile, baby, it's cold outside. We'll have to play that later on, the original version, not the wimped-out John Legend bullshit version. Not virgins. There's no virgins allowed on this show. But anyway, we'll have some fun today. I have uh, school closing information. Anybody has any community bulletin board info? Because this is a show about the people, and we want to make sure people are safe out there. So if you have a function... You know, maybe your school is going to close early today. Maybe there's no transportation in your area now because of the temperature dropping and the fact that people here in this part of the country in particular don't know how to act, A, when they see a couple of snowflakes. And I don't mean the, the political kind on either side of the snowflake argument. Or, you know, it's going to get cold you know, we're going to have to have the city talk about, you know, get those windshield wipers up in case your windshield Tony, is covered with Tony, I actually have snow. a video of, um, of what people look like around here. Well, you see, I'm already hunkered down here, Robin. I don't know if this hat looks good on me. It's probably a little high because I have the headsets. Can I put the headsets over these? Let me try to fix this a little bit. I want to yeah, because it does not, it's not quite right. But I have a video of how people react around here to snow. Yes. And it's quite appropriate. Let's go to the tape then, Robin. Shall we? Yes. Hold on. We are going to the tape. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, the crossover is tomorrow with Harry and Aton. Yes. It's Wednesdays. 
How hard is this to understand? Every Wednesday, Harry Mays, Aton Chandler, and this program basically come together as one. Sort of like that great song by the... Remember that song when two become one? The great Spice Girls classic filmed in New York City with the traffic going in the background. One no of my idea. favorite videos of all time, by the way, Robert. Here we go. Yes. Side. Yes, we love that animal is how videos on this show. People are reacting. That's no. Oh hell no. Oh hell no. And it's it's it, it's an unbelievable phenomena that I've never ever understood. It's like when I lived in LA for eleven years, you know, it rained and people would go crazy. They'd have Storm Watch two thousand or whatever. We have Arctic Blast Watch two thousand nineteen in effect. Make sure you go out and take all of your delicate plants in. And your delicate kids, make sure you bring them in and put them in the basement tonight. Don't allow them to go out in the cold, folks. This is a public service announcement from your news and information station, Bruno Nation Live on Twitch.tv. I have cranked up the old school teletype to bring you. I have a, wait a minute, Robin, before we get underway with all the important information that we must break down. Of course, the Monday Night Football and the greatness that is Mr. Monday Night himself. Once again, showing his, strutting his, just think of that peacock who opens up the big plume and then dances around. That was Mr. Monday Night last night after being ridiculed by many for picking the Seattle Seahawks. How dare I, they were saying. How dare I pick these, the Seattle Seahawks against the mighty San Francisco 49ers? How dare you? In fact, the mural of Greta Thunberg in San Francisco was yelling at me last night because... You know, listen, the Niners are the, were the best team in football going in, the only undefeated team at 8-0. But that's why they play the games, and that's why people like Mr. Monday Night are there to provide you with the kind of insight, the deep inside football knowledge that you don't get anywhere else. And the best part is you get it absolutely free. I love the Seattle Seahawks last night, because not because I don't like the San Francisco 49ers, but because they were in a must-win situation in a very difficult division, and they knew that if they lost last night's game, I was just hoping they covered. I really didn't care who won because it's all about covering the number and going over, which was the two-pack that I gave you. The Philly Godfather loved the over in this game, which was 46-and-a-half. Right. And that was hanging in the balance oh, yeah. up until, until they the went very, overtime. I mean, if they, don't kick that other field, if they don't kick the late field goal to tie it up at 24, if you had the over-under... You, you had the over. You lost. But luckily, it went into overtime. And so the over came in. And then the Seahawks, Ugh. in a game that was one of the craziest games, the most entertaining game. And I even said this when I posted this on the website. And last night when we were over there at Landmark Americana, said for the first time this year, ESPN Monday Night Football had a great matchup. And it turned out to be, as advertised, the best game of the year. There were a lot of uh, sacks and a lot of turnovers. But it wasn't a compelling game. You could not turn that game off. Because Russell Wilson, as I've been saying, and yeah. not, this isn't breaking news, the thing about the Seattle Seahawks this year, more so than any other year during their reign, is that the Seahawks used to be great at home and sucked on the road. 
This year, they're great on the road and just okay at home, which is unbelievable when you think about it. They're 5-0 and on the road this year. And while a lot of their wins haven't been impressive, the bottom line is they're winning games with an offensive line that's not that great and with the fact that Russell Wilson is running for his life and making unbelievable plays. And the Niners' mistake in overtime is they gave him one more chance. And, of course, the young kicker, McLaughlin, missed a field goal that should have won the game. And that ball, if you saw how far left it went, it actually injured somebody in the tunnel. That's how far off that was for the young man Did it man actually injure Illinois. somebody? I mean, I know it went in there. hurt somebody, but no one was expecting the ball to not only go way left, it actually landed inside the tunnel right next to the uh, goalpost area there in the back of the end zone. And so it was a crazy, crazy game. That was absolutely phenomenal. By the way, we do have, if anybody has any... uh, If anybody has any school closings or information that's important to the community, just think of us as your information station. Can you turn it up, Robin? Because I already have the first first cancellation of the afternoon. No, I don't want the bear still. Why is that playing? It's it's you. That's why I don't turn it up until you're ready. Okay. Well, I'm ready, but I didn't turn the music off after I played Let It Snow. Let It Snow. Let It Snow. But let me bring the teletype machine up here, Robin. Okay. Because I believe that the news stations who no longer do this are providing a disservice to the community. So let's go to the community bulletin board this afternoon. And I have your first cancellation. This afternoon's dress rehearsal of the Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenny Elf on the Shelf musical at the Frank Rizzo statue has been postponed. It will be held, however, inside at the Mummers Museum basement at midnight tonight. Oh, good. So all of you Thank who God. are going out to City Hall this afternoon at the Frank Rizzo statue for the 3 p.m. Jim Kenny Elf on the Shelf musical dress rehearsals that will be inside in the warmth of the Mummers Museum basement tonight. Bring your own uh, accoutrement. You don't bring the teletype down, Rob. The teletype has to stay behind. I didn't change it. Okay, because I want to make sure, you know, because KYW News Radio, all the news stations... CBS in New York. You have to have the teletype. I got your phone number. That's all I need, money. Well, that, I, that's okay. That's all you need, too. Not the ticker tape. We will not play. Uh, what do you mean? If, if we play Baby It's Cold Outside, we can we can be banned on Twitch? No, Twitch doesn't ban that stuff. What's the matter with you? By the way, I have another late-breaking story affecting many people. Pep Boys, ladies and gentlemen, Pep Boys on Columbus Boulevard in South Philadelphia have just reported into the Tony Bruno Nation live show that uh, they're experiencing a shafts, uh, a, shaft, a staff shortage today because of the impending cold. So if you were looking to go out and get that windshield wiper stuff that has the freeze stuff in it so your windshield wiper fluid doesn't freeze, right, right. if you were going over there to get rock salt, you were going over there to, you know, to get new wiper blades, as we have this Arctic blast coming in uh-huh. and freezing the entire world over. <clears throat> but we have a, this public service from the Community Bulletin Board. Due to the impending Arctic blast, there is a shortage. Video, I have a high speed you know what I'm saying? See, I, I have to get that thing recued because I'm playing it off YouTube. Right? I gotcha. You know what I'm saying? It sucks not having an extra computer. <laughs> it sucks. It really, really sucks. But I don't blame... Well, let's get back to okay. the community bulletin board, Robin. Please. Please bring up my teletype machine. Okay. You're not good at this teletype machine thing, Robin. 
Bring it up so people can hear it. Yes, I am, slowly, so that people don't get... It only runs for 40 seconds, so I got to do this one other school closing here. It's not really a school closing. As I mentioned, the Pep Boys on Columbus Boulevard is reporting a staff shortage due to the impending Arctic blast. Manny arrived at work at 10 a.m. this morning. Okay. Mo was hoping to get there by 4 o'clock, and Jack's off. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Your Pep Boys update. For this afternoon. Tony did it correctly. I know. Thanks to Joe Conklin. <laughs> one of my favorite Joe Conklin jokes of all time. <laughs> did you have to write it down to remember it? Of course I did. Okay. You know me. I have to write all these school closings down. So <laughs> Jack's off again. That's right. That's the that's the actual punchline. Thank you. My mind's telling me no. <laughs> See, I even blew the joke and I wrote it down. No, Jack's off. That's good. No, Jack's off again. Jack's off works. Manny and Mo always show up, but then Jack's off. That's the joke. We got cats fighting now. You can tell when the weather changes, Robin. This climate crisis is absolutely making everybody crazy now. People are getting their, their cell phones out and taking pictures of a couple of snow flurries. We what brought, has happened to this we country? We brought the jasmine plant inside. Yeah, we brought the jan- jasmine. <laughs> the LA Fitness uh, PM spin classes, though, are still on schedule tonight in okay, New good. Canaan, Connecticut. So, anything I'm that's excited. not just Philadelphia related stuff. If you're in, a, I know down in Florida, it's actually still warm, but it's going to get cold down there. I'm a snow baby, so I love snow. Exactly. I there's nothing wrong with snow for me. CVV checks in says the Bell Quad. Can you have the uh, Wait a minute, i got to go back and get the right one up again, Robin, so to speak. <laughs> All right, here we go. The Bell Choir practice at Stella Maris Parish has been postponed for this afternoon. So if you're at the Stella Maris Parish. Oh, well, if you really feel that way about it. Oh, we have, a, we have one of those updates as well. We have a passing gas update? Yes, we have a passing gas update. Beautiful. We love those kinds. People love fart jokes. I don't know why. That was John's from Abington. That was his uh, walk-in Jasmine from Abington will not be at the local establishment tonight. It has been brought safely into the home from the outside Bruno Garden. So make sure you take all your delicate plants inside. If you've got, like, basil, anything that that frost will absolutely destroy, get the frost. The frost on your suburban pumpkins, though, is quite all right right now. Riddle, you stop that. We got cats fighting. I mean, no, it's, he is. He is. He's pouncing. He is uh, putting his claws into the arm of the sofa. He wrecks that leather sofa. I know. <clears throat> I'll have that cat thrown out. These are indoor cats. He will quickly become an outdoor cat <clears throat> if he doesn't knock off this crap. But anyway, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, from our buddy Bill down there in Raleigh, says Raleigh's expecting. Two inches of snow. The store is already out of bread and milk, and he's making his total wine and more run shortly. We will have also updates from local Acme's, ShopRite's, Acme's, uh, Aldi's, uh, Lidl or Lidl, Lidl as Robin calls him. If you have any reports on your local supermarkets being overrun with the basic necessities, the provisions, I don't want it to look like Venezuela out there with Bernie Sanders standing in front of an, an empty store shelf. If you didn't get over the weekend, you didn't take advantage here in Philadelphia, especially of the bye week, you missed your chance to go and get the milk, the bread, 
and, of course, the toilet paper, the three basic necessities. Robin and I, last night, coming back, coming back from Landmark Americana right there in Glassboro, New Jersey, on 322, I said, let's stop at the Heritage Farms. Go in and get some milk in half and half. Because who knows how long we're going to be locked in the house, unable to, un- to actually open the frozen shut doors. I may have to get the torches out. I may have to get out all the winter gear. I already have my hat on, Robin, that I got from Vladimir. Gosh, I'd like to help you, Peter, but uh, I've got to go out in the hall and chew on the back of my ass for about five minutes. Exactly. Two to three inches last night in the greater Cincinnati area. I made five pizza deliveries and made almost 50 bucks. Riddle is going rogue today. It's getting bad, ladies and gentlemen. Here's more breaking news from the high-speed teletype op- operation center here. I that actually the found news one that's longer. So on your radio dial, Bruno Nation Live, 1060. <clears throat> Traffic and weather together coming up later. Uh, it's not really... Houston Drew says it's in the upper 30s down here in Houston, Texas right now, and schools and businesses are closing because of it. Absolute outrage. It's an outrage. It's exactly right. This is getting bad. Burton Gus says intramural fistball is canceled at Our Lady of Delilah's tonight. Now what am I supposed to do? <clears throat> this other late-breaking one. Our Lady of the Pumpkin Spice Thanksgiving Pie-Making Gathering at the Elks Lodge in Doylestown at 3 p.m. has been postponed for t- until tomorrow when the weather warms up again, Robin. Clarky Bob says there's a run on ice fishing huts here in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> you like Our Lady of Pumpkin Spice Thanksgiving Pie-Making yes. uh, group? I, one of these days, we did not. I was so disappointed that we did not get to go ice fishing while we were in Minnesota. I know, it's an outrage. They just they, The ice fishing place was too far away, and it and there was no way for us to get out there in time to get back to do the show, and it was very disappointing. I was really bummed. Heritage Farms, Yo Tone Tone, says, the only place that still sells true half-gallon ice cream containers. Do you realize now when you go into a supermarket, Robin, and you get the two for five dollar ice right. creams, and you look at the Briars, uh-huh. and you look at the uh, all the different brands out there, they're not a half gallon anymore. It used to be what? a half gallon of ice cream. Well, let's not start sucking each other's dicks. We're not. I'm pissed off. They're not a half gallon. Well, actually, that's good because they wouldn't fit in our freezer. That's all right, but but then I, you know, they're scamming the American public because they're saying it's a half gallon, but it's not. No, they don't say it's a half gallon. They're just assuming people say let me get a half gallon. Because, you know, you're going to get a little pint of Ben & Jerry's, and it's yeah. like $7, yeah. which is actually a pint, which is 16 ounces. Right. But the half gallon, which is supposed to be what? Uh, half to 64, so 32 ounces, right? Uh-huh. Is that a half gallon? Yes. Good job. No, 32 ounces is a quart. That's not a half gallon, Robin, because four quarts is a gallon, so it'll be 64 ounces. No, a quart is 16. No, a pint is 16. Really, Robin? Really? Hold on. 16 ounces is one. Oh, these American things. I 32 don't... ounces is a quart. I know this from drinking Ortlieb's back in the day when you go in and buy a quart of Ortlieb's beer. 32 ounces is a quart. So, therefore, two quarts is a half gallon, which would mean 64 ounces. Okay. So, a gallon is 128 right, ounces. Right. So, 64 ounces okay. is a half gallon. That's all what right, I'm saying right, to right. you, Robin. All right. You, you can rip me when I'm wrong. Don't rip me when I'm right. So there's four 32s. Yeah. 
By the way, my math, whenever I do math, I actually get it right. for the. And you're the one who's the math expert, and I suck at math. And uh, I always get it right off the I don't top know, of my head. Because I don't know how many ounces is in a, in a gallon. Like, this is... It would be so much easier if you guys just changed over to no, metric. Right, no, we tried. Everything we, is we, tense. We tried. We tried. We tried the stupid, uh, uh, the, the stupid metric system. No. The only thing people the, uh, know in this country about metrics is a two-liter bottle of soda. Listen That's to me. That's the only metric measure that people understand. Give me a two-liter bottle of Coke listen or Pepsi. Listen to me. The only reason people complained is that you guys were all. You guys. No. We were American. We don't want to change. We don't want to change to the system that actually makes more sense because everything's divided by 10. Yes, Miss Robin is metric sexual. That's the problem with her. But she is coming off her bye week, at least, <laughs> which always sucks. But anyway, let's get back to the business. <laughs> it is, like I said it, 16 ounces is a pint. 32 ounces is a quart. 64 ounces is a half a gallon. And 120. 128 ounces is a gallon. Correct. And a you gallon weighs seven pounds of liquid. Did you know that? How much is a Every... hand weigh, though, Robin? That's what I want to know. Always? I mean, doesn't it matter what it no, is? No, like a, po- a pound of feathers and a pound of rock are both a pound. It's yes, just I know the that. volume. The b- volume. But, like, if you had a gallon of heavy cream and a gallon of milk, would it weigh the same? Yes. Really? What was that again? A gallon of what? Heavy cream and a gallon of milk. If they're both in a gallon jar? Because they don't sell heavy cream. They usually sell it in half pints because nobody buys that much heavy cream because it's expensive as shit. So, I mean, come on, Robin. You're the baker here. How much does load management weigh? I know load management weighs so much that tonight when the Philadelphia 76ers take on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Ha, I am correct. It doesn't wear the same? No, it does not. They, because there's a dent, there's more density. They, exactly. So But I'm, I just the point is if it's still if it's a pound of milk weight, and a pound of heavy yes, cream. Weight and volume are different. Exactly. A gallon is volume, whereas the weight <sighs> is is weight. <laughs> And again, speaking of load management, tonight the 76ers will have less management and less load on the floor as Al Horford, it's the scheduled Al Horford load management night tonight at the Sixers game. And to celebrate, the 76ers will be putting out 55-gallon drums, empty 55-gallon drums from the Italian market on South Street. They will be moved into the parking lot at the Wells Fargo Center. And to keep people warm as they're standing in line to go in and see Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson and the Cleveland Cavaliers in town tonight, they will be burning <clears throat> LeBron jerseys, any leftover Cleveland Cavalier jerseys, and obviously the 16 different 76er failed draft lottery pick jerseys will all be burned tonight at the parking lot in front of Xfinity Live warm. where the Kate Smith statue is to stay warm. Okay. They have all these worthless jerseys of guys who never played or played here for a couple of weeks or a couple of months, and people ran out and bought their jerseys. So if you have an extra jersey that you'd like to burn and stay warm outside when the temperature plunges to go watch your team, your town, your load management 76ers, that's the way to keep warm. So that's that's from the high-speed way to keep warm. Now, drinking, of course, a full bottle of Crown Royal or some peppermint schnapps or some Jägermeister, that is also highly recommended in the parking lot. Yes. Meanwhile, 
Let's get back to the business. Drew says, as the resident engineer, your way physics are way off, Tony. See, now, I got Aton is the baker over on the Aton and May show. May's an Aton. I'm not a but Robin does bake. She makes a great chocolate chip cookie, great pies. But her weights and measures are way, way off. No, I had my weights and measures correct. It's just that I didn't know the actual number of ounces that were in a gallon. It's it's density. It's denser. Sort of like this show. It's where the densiest people yes. come. Dense, denser, you, densest. You are denser than I am. Bob from Valley Fort says, when I pound my wife and come home to my neighbor pounding my wife, she's still getting pounded. You get it, Robin? See, these are the kinds of next level pound, pound, not pound six, nine, or pound star pound and pound the other pound, not pound cake. Anyway, enough of this stuff. One final question. Cujo knows, how many ounces in a gallon of milf, though? That's a good question, though. Huh? Ah, how many yes. ounces in a gallon? Well, it also, it depends. Get out! Get out! It depends if the milf is a BBW or I hear you. Exactly. a skinny bitch. That, and then, then you, you know, there's all these variables. And then we have a BBW update today as well. Yes, we Look do. At that. We got it all today. We we'll have just... a what's in the box update yes, we... on our mail call segment today. Correct. And usually when we have mail call, we open the mail here, but we have a video mail call. You know, like when Jeopardy, when they yeah. do the video daily double? We have double? a both here and there yes. what's in the box. We have a double Dutch what's in the box opening today, including a video daily double. We're, uh, we're uh, what's her face? Vanna White That's will be standing by in update. Hollywood with the video daily double today. That's actually our Florida update for the day. That's our Florida update? Yeah, because I couldn't find one that was really good. We'll have a gender reveal update. Yes. The greatest gen- and I hate gender reveals. This, one is, this really, is the greatest gender reveal ever. I highly recommend that if you're going to do a gender reveal part, party, you do it this way. We will play it today for you. Plus a Disney Plus update. Now, Disney Plus launching today, yeah. and they had a lot of glitches because it's the first day. It's, it's their service. I don't know what they charge for it. Everybody's got their own service now. Remember when you just got cable and you had all these channels, and now like everybody's cutting the cord, but they're buying the internet-based Hulu and all these other mm-hmm. places. And it's still going to cost you $200 a month to watch television. Yeah. If you want to have all this stuff. Again, you can buy whatever you want. But anyway, with the Hulu, we'll have a, a Disney Plus update today. Mail time. And, of course, we have hockey, baseball news. Uh, the Celtics, by the way, the Boston Celtics, best team in the NBA right now at 8-1. and one. Um, By the way, Trevor from the 203 uh scrolling back up a little while ago was asking if I would be interested in one of his older laptops that is an HP that runs a Windows 07. Yes. I told it anything that you anybody has I I will see if it works. Like uh, Why don't we, we just go over to Roger, uh, Barracks Trading Post in New Jersey and pick up some used we had electronics. A, we had a fan that, that sent us an older laptop. That's Rebel Man sent us um, that one. Yes, Roger, Rebel Man. He sent it to us, and it unfortunately didn't work for what I need one well, for. But we still to be use it. We but still we still use, use it. it because Tony uses it. I, I screen uh, the live show on there so Tony can see what's going on when I play videos and things like exactly. that, that he can see it live. So we got multiple than... cam. This is like, this is like a... Central control at Brazzers. You know, all the different camera angles, you know, mission control and all that other stuff. I mean, eventually what I really do need is I need a second computer for when I'm traveling. Um, 
but no, no. For, Trevor's saying it's free. Well, you yeah, know, Rebel exactly. Man sent it to us for free yeah. too. So, so we don't want to collect other people's computers, but we need <laughs> one more to make this show. Just I, one I more, as make... we always say. Just a little bit more, and we'll be perfect. I think someone once said. But anyway, let's get back to the business, Robin. So last night, great game. Mr. Monday Night gave you Seattle plus the points. Colin Thompson ripping me again. But John McMullen agreed with Seattle as the pick last night. And it was a great game. And the NFC West now, how about this? It looked like the San Francisco 49ers were going to run away with the division. And they may still do it down the stretch. But the Seattle Seahawks have to play one more game against the San Francisco 49ers. And it is the final game of the season, Robin. Week 17, San Francisco at Seattle could decide not just the NFC West title. It could decide home field in the entire NFC based on what happens. But still a lot of football to go. Great to see a division race. And the Rams of all teams, the defending champions, they're sitting there in third place at 5-4 and four because right now it's the 49ers and it's the Seattle Seahawks. And then at 5-4, and four, the Los Angeles Rams. One thing I, I will say, though, as much as I love the 49ers and what they've done with their offense and defense, and their defense is just off the charts good. And I mentioned last night the George Kittle loss and the Robbie Gold loss was going to hurt them. Now, the kid McLaughlin made two big field goals, but on the one that could have won them the game, the youngster went out there and shanked it way left into the tunnel. And so would Robbie Gold have made that if he's healthy? I don't know, but Robbie Gold is a future Hall of Fame kicker, I think. So he wasn't there. George Kittle wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And then they lost their other top receiver. Emmanuel Emmanuel Sanders was lost in the game. So you lose those three weapons. Basically, the Seattle Seahawks, who had a monster performance from Jadavian Clowney last night on the defensive line, I mean, those guys knew that their defense wasn't as good as San Francisco's. But what they did is they made up for it. Turnovers by both teams. I mean, Russell Wilson had a couple of terrible interceptions. One ball get ripped out of a guy's hand. We're seeing more. I don't ever remember a season where I've seen more players not just knock the ball out when a guy's running with it and punch it out for the cause of fumble. Guys are literally now just reaching in, not to reach around. We leave that up to the politicians. But reaching and actually physically grabbing and taking the ball away from other players. I've seen that so much more this year, and it's smart. You pull a ball away, that's, that's called a strip. That's called a fumble. That's called a, a strip. That's a turnover. Tony, take the hat off. I can't look at you like you want to go out rabbit hunting. The waskily rabbits. Be very, very quiet. S. Falcon was saying, Robin, turn the fireplace on. It's on. It is on. It is on. Because the weather outside is frightful. Yes, it is. And in here, it's so delightful. By the way, let me just trigger some people today, Robin. Uh-oh. I got to trigger some people today. I'm a trigger. I'm not a shiny object unless I take my hat off and shave my head, which I haven't done in a month. But I am a trigger object, Robin. And this is a song that I will be playing in heavy. And here's what's funny. When you look up Baby, It's Cold Outside now, uh-huh. you know what the first one that comes up is? Of course. Kelly Clarkson. I know. And John Legend. A version that I will never, ever, ever, ever play. Well, I I listened to it just to see. It's okay. They're great performers. No, the the sound is fine, but the the problem is... But baby, it's cold. They're missing the entire thing. Like, anybody that complains about baby, it's cold outside... 
misses the entire concept of the song. Uh, can you crack it's, this up, Robin? Okay, but it, I just want to say. I cracked this okay. up by playing it for a reason. Beautiful, what's beautiful? Like a Dino Tuesday. When was the last time we had two Dino Martin shows in the first half hour? Two songs in the first half hour of a program. Brett Michael Metal God says, I would enjoy a Popeye chicken sandwich between Kelly Clarkson's cheeks. Well, who would? It's easier to get to Kelly Clarkson's cheeks, unfortunately, than a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Based on what I've seen on the internet, right? I want to hear the song. Baby, don't hold out. Baby, it's cold outside. This is the sexist part. For all of you easily offended. Baby, it's cold outside. The answer is no. Baby, it's cold outside. Yes. How lucky that you dropped in. Look out the window at the storm. Gosh, your lips look delicious. Waves upon the tropical shore. Gosh, your lips are delicious. Never such a pleasure before. Oh, they talk about cigarettes too. They did everything good back in the day. It's up to you. Hit on chicks, flirt with a chick, she flirts back, tell her to stay old. Smoke a couple of cigarettes, you have a couple of drinks, you bang each other like crazy all night long, and you wake up happy the next day and life goes on. Now, how dare you? How dare you talk to me like that? So what if I came into your apartment and had a couple of drinks? You think that means I want to stay over here? Even though it's cold outside and snowing and we got Stormwatch 2019 in effect? Do you realize that a snowstorm led to me moving in with two bisexual women <gasps> when I was 17 years old? You think they were that afraid to let me come shit. into their house and stay because we had a storm outside you the really radio need to tell studio? This story to everybody. It'll be in my book and movie, Robin. Tony, because it is a fantastic story. <laughs> if it smokes, it started off. With if it just, smokes, it pokes, Robin. It started off with just one woman. Who was in the radio station with you? Well, overnight. she was the reception. So the receptionist at my first job in radio. I'm 17, about to turn 18, and I'm working up in, in Norristown, Pennsylvania. Nowadays she'd get arrested, but that's beside the point. Now, no, nowadays she would get credited because you notice every time there's a woman who is now like school teachers who are sleeping with their male students, they're looked upon as wow. How come I didn't have any of that stuff with my hot school teachers? Well, I had none, so I was never thinking about that stuff. And they weren't thinking about it either no. back in those days. Okay. But so now you're... all of a sudden, so now picture this. Okay. You're 18 years old, technically. I think I turned 18. I 17 just doesn't sound right. 18 is legal. Well, it was 17. I mean, though. I started before 17. I mean, I learned the truth at 17. You learned the truth at 12. Yeah, but that's a different story for a different show, Robin. <laughs> I'm not here bragging. So I'm 18 years old. I'm working in a radio okay. station. I'm working now. I go into work. I was working from like midnight to 8 a.m. But I came in early because there was an impending snowstorm. Okay. So I wanted to get up there before the snow and before the roads you, were closed, yeah. getting up the Schuylkill Expressway, going up all the way to Pot Shop Road. And you're Road playing and music at this point, right? Yeah. I was playing music yeah. and I was doing news updates. Okay. So I'm working overnight. I'm writing my little newscasts. And so I get there, but the people who are still working there are getting ready to leave as I was just arriving because I, I had to be there to work. 
And so I get there. The snow starts falling. My car's parked. The receptionist is there. She couldn't leave. Now all the, the other people are leaving the radio station at like 2 in the afternoon because they want to beat the storm, right? They want to get home. They don't yeah. want to get stuck on, on you know, in, in roads that aren't plowed. Speaking of plowed. So anyway, so then I stay. I come in early. The uh-huh. receptionist stays. And all of a sudden, it's getting dark, and she's still there. And then she does the, I don't know if it's safe for me to go home right now. Would you mind if I stayed here tonight? And I said, baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> and I pulled out a pack of Lucky Strikes because I was a smoking degenerate. And I, I smoked the filter ones, though. I never smoked unfiltered cigarettes when I was a young Degenerate loser, so punk didn't, kid. So you didn't like smoke and then have to go. Now I have to pull. Yeah. You pull it off and you yeah. rip your you rip your lip off. Do you ever do that? You smoke as even if you smoke a joint and and your lips just get that paper, the tops paper or a cigarette, and you pull it off and then you rip two layers of your lip off, <laughs> and it starts spurting blood because you want to smoke an unfiltered cigarette. Ew. I mean, it's just disgusting, Robin. Okay, get back to the story. Get back to the. So anyway, part. so I'm in the studio now. I have no idea that. You know, she was feeling me, so to speak, not in a literal term, but in a figurative term. You know, I'm, I'm a young, uh, good-looking young man. I had the long hair. I, I, was, I was pretty striking at that time of my life, Rob. trying to find a picture of you, actually. There, is, there are pictures of me in the studio. I'm looking for it. So anyway, she sticks around, and then the next morning after the show's over, nobody's coming into work because everything's closed, she decides to try to dig her car out. And I said, no, 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 don't worry about that. So I dig my car out, and I drive her home to her place in Rittenhouse Square. And she has an apartment on the second floor of this cool building. And she was very bohemian. You know, this, she was a hipster before hipsters were cool. In other words, crunchy granola, crunchy granola and bohemian. Like her furniture was like pallets with cushions on it. And so I knew right then and there, this chick's a freak. I mean, we're talking now 1969. That's the Woodstock generation. That's the Vietnam War era. That's when, you know, chicks, that's when free sex and wild sex and sex, sex, sex was important to everybody. Okay. So I wind up taking her home, and I crashed in her place. And then later on, her roommate comes home, and they said, hey. So I decided to make them spaghetti and meatballs. Because I am gifted in the kitchen. Now, I have the photograph. There, Here's a photograph of you uh, with long hair, but I think you're a little bit older in this picture. Which one is that one, Robin? This Can we pose that right? This is you in the oh, white was, Yeah, now that was right after. That was, okay. uh, that was 1971. So this is two years after I, my endeavors so this with is like two when you 30 were 19 year old women. And... I was 19, and I was okay. at WFIL Radio. And that was like my first really big job. The first okay. job I had was an overnight job where I was just trying to get laid and trying to get some experience. At the same time, and I accomplished both, and so I wound up moving in. Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait. So wait, you missed. You're leaving out. No, I said of... I stayed over. Her, her roommate out... came home, who was an artist, and then I make you them left spaghetti out the and meatballs. Part of underneath the desk while you were still at the studio. No, we didn't. No, no with that, nothing really happened the there. Up for ten seconds. We didn't have sex at the radio station. We had some heavy petting. Okay. We didn't go all the way, Robin. You can't do that on your first. First of all, we're co-workers. You know, you can't do that. <laughs> There's sure. a line. Even back then, there was a line you didn't cross. <laughs> and by the way, she was the aggressor. I was yeah, 18. No, she, she was, was 30. Yeah, she was what definitely... am I going to say? Oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. You're too old for me. 
Like I said, in this day and age, she would be arrested, which is very sad because you wouldn't have this amazing experience. And Big Sexy, Big Sexy said, damn it, Tony, this story is the longest story. Robin's making it longer. Well, because I, first of all, there's details that I know that you're leaving out. And well, second of all, I don't want to do I a half an hour out. on this. Here's, here's what I want to point out. It's sad that in this day and age, that would not be allowed and she would get in trouble because I want to thank her because of this experience I that you I want to thank her too. Because of this experience that you had may be acceptable and you to you. moved in with two. Uh, the, the, well, she was bisexual. The, her roommate was lesbian. Yes. You, so anybody who gives me crap about you, you know, not learned. appreciating people of different uh, backgrounds, one of my best friends in school was Philadelphia's most beautiful transsexual, an international superstar. So I didn't grow up in this, oh, yeah, you're, what do you know about other people's cultures? And what do you know about the gay community? And what do you know about the trans community? I knew about this stuff in the 60s, okay? Yes. And now everybody's all uptight about everything because I was willing to learn and explore when I was young. I wasn't sitting in my basement playing Fortnite. Although if there was Fortnite back then, I probably would be sitting in my basement. Thankfully, we didn't have any of that crap to distract us. But there's a very important thing that I have to say here. I want to thank her because of what she taught you, which I appreciate. <laughs> Just pointing that well, out. As Frank still Thomas says. Not mature enough to tell it like it is. Yes, I am, honey. You can stay out of it. The bottom line is this, Robin. I learned the truth. And I want to thank her and give her the great Anne. I will not release her last name. Although she's probably, what, 80 now? I know. Let's see, if I was 18 and she was 30, and it was 1969. Yeah, she's 80. 69, 79, 89, 99, 2009, 2009. It's 50 years ago. That would be, she's approximately 80 years old right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'd probably enjoy that story at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we throw a log on the fire and then we, we should get her on and like tell about the great stories from back in the 60s and 70s D. Conrad in Vegas I'm lost did you score not only did I score ladies and gentlemen not that night in the radio station because I wanted to at least go back to her place right because I was living with my mom I'm a kid yeah. my two sisters hey, your mother was on this home. very same street where we're living now <laughs> it's unbelievable <laughs> So not only did I go back to the place, I moved in with them. I moved in and lived there for over a year. Let me give myself a roaring round of applause for that, Robin. <laughs> this should be a, I mean, I should write a book. You should. And I'll make a movie, a complimentary. When I write my book, my life story, uh-huh. I will add a complimentary movie version of it, too. Who would play you? I'll play myself, probably. I'll have to have an open casting. I'll be the producer, director. You can have an executive producer role okay. because you notice on a lot of movies now there's like 15 executive producers. So I'll get you'll be you'll play a major part in this, Robin. And then we'll have an open casting call and we'll do screenings. I'll maybe I'll get I'll play my modern day self. I don't think I can play the young Tony Bruno. I'll have to get somebody to play. Yeah, Unlike are. the John Gotti film where the guy who was Gotti's uh, son. He stayed the same age throughout the It was basically the same age from when he was a teenager. Yeah. He never aged a day in his life. But this movie needs to happen, Robin. I agree. It should be. I've always said, people say, why don't you write a, a book? And, you know, people write books like five years into their careers. Like, I'm going to write my memoirs. You would even have though- to have a ghost writer that would help write the book for you. Because even though Sam you are Sam Darnold fantastic- is going to write my book? Even though you are a fantastic writer, 
you don't read books. I can't imagine you writing. I read, having I, a, I read voraciously, Robin. Yes, I don't sit down books. and read crime novels. But you don't have the time. You don't have the attention span. It's to not an attention span. I don't want to spend four hours reading a, a graphic novel or some stupid romantic novel. I don't have time for that. I got other information to absorb that's important for my <laughs> daily commitment to the listeners on Jack this program. Jack in the bag says, I noticed how you conveniently left out the part where you were roofied. <laughs> I wasn't roofied. No. I was, was not roofied. I went voluntarily. I actually told you, the first thing I did when the roommate, Ashley, came home, it was Ashley and Ann. Ashley and Ann. So that's nice to say. Uh-huh. And I said, listen, let me make you some. Uh, so I ran, walked over to the supermarket. I got some ground beef. I made some meatballs, and I made spaghetti and meatballs for them. And that's when they decided this man must stay here. We must domesticate him. He must be our personal so you became, valet. you became uh, their chef. Yes. Uh, you They took me to very they took neat. me classical. We, we went to you're see the Nutcracker suite. So you probably were doing their laundry. Absolutely. You were cleaning up, and you were their sex slave. I was a sex slave, combination sex slave, uh, orderly, manservant, uh, housekeeper, cook, chef, and bottle washer. All of those things at the same that was time. A good job out I of I could them. have been the most perfect 18 year old ever. You know what I'm saying? Other 18 year old kids are out on the streets, led astray. Uh-huh. I was learning about life. This is why you did not join a gang. Like this is not. This is why you did not join your um, definitely not your uncle Bruno, uh, who was the, uh, the the mob leader here at the time. The interesting thing is that Falcon says you did it with two women. It's a great segment, but it's making Robin uncomfortable. Are you kidding? It's one of the first stories I told Robin. I know. I, I'm the one that's bringing it up. I'm like, no, you're leaving out details. Robin's watched. Robin's read a lot of those those really ridiculous, uh, what love novels, romance novels. No, they're called the Penthouse Forum. Oh, okay. You know, you read all those stories about all this made up stuff. Oh no! Oh, you're talking about no. These were real Penthouse Forum, real. Well, I know Pen. But yeah, but people embellish those. Let me trust. Totally. Trust me right now. The stories that you just heard are not embellished in any way, Although shape, or form. Although Dean does say that they that it's changed every single time. It doesn't change. I just add more details uh. or dis, or subtract details because there's children listening, Robin. I'm not encouraging 18 year old men to go out there and do what I did. I'm not ex- encouraging promiscuity, premarital sex, or any of those things. Dean, don't you dare. Dean's being naughty. <laughs> Does Miss Robin read the book with Fabio on the cover? No, no, yeah, those are the yeah. That's the I kind did, of stuff she reads. I did actually go through a romance novel phase in my early twenties, but I grew out of that. They're because they're all the same. I hate to do it to you. Well, you know, you, there's only so many, and then. She grabbed his throbbing, whatever, you know. It's <laughs> So that's why we always play. Chicks at the same time, man. What's that again? Two chicks at the same time, man. Because it means more than just what it says on this show. You know what I'm saying? It's like a badge of honor. It's like participation trophies and awards that I have on my wall upstairs. Uh-huh. I've got to have one made up for that part of my <laughs> what, life. What, what, that would lo- what would that look like? I don't know, you? but there should be a trophy made. A trophy of two chicks at the same time? Exactly. 
They probably have those somewhere, and you know, on all those adult stores that they advertise late night on TV. I mean, would it be like? <laughs> actually, it would kind of look like this, like the the Kappa, the this this uh, Tony. You, it would kind of look like yeah, this, right? exactly, exactly. The the Kappa logo. And for all you eighteen-year-olds listening out there, aspiring to be in radio like I did, let me just point out. This, is, this may not happen to you. I'm not suggesting that if you choose the path that I chose as a young youth who could have chosen a life of crime and could have been wandering the streets, experimenting with various drugs, hooking up with gangs and mafiosos here in South Philly as a young man, I chose a different path. And the thing about this particular incident that I'm talking about is it wasn't planned. Some of the greatest experiences of everyone's life happens when yes. you don't plan it. I didn't plan. I didn't have any surreptitious plans to go in there and say, ooh, if I go up there early, the receptionist stays. Wow. That's stuff that you read about in these graphic novels and these love story things. Mm -hmm. They fell in love. And in a snowstorm on a cold, it was a cold, dark night in East Narden Township, above the hills of Pot Shop Road in Norristown, uh -huh. Pennsylvania. It's actually closer to, uh, what's the big facility out there? There's like a big mental facility nearby where I was able to escape and then work on Pot Shop Road. In fact, that antenna is still there where that radio, radio station is like a little cinder block building. That's what it was. Just one, like a, like a one-room thing? Yeah. It wasn't a big radio. It was a, like a bunker. Basically a cinder block bunker, and the transmitter tower was right there. And it was up on top of a hill. So you couldn't even get into the studios at night if it was snowing or icy. You could not get your car up to the top of the, of the hill. I appreciate Trevor hosting the show. That is something that everybody can do, by the way. If you are on Twitch and you have a Twitch handle, it doesn't cost you anything. It is free to do. All you need to do is press host, and then anybody that logs onto your stream will be able to watch it through there, and um, it, it's sort of a domino effect. So... Host it, share it. And follow. First off, follow the yes, show. It doesn't follow. cost you anything to follow, to watch, follow, to follow, download, follow. to do any of these other things. Yes. So that's, you know, I'm a Woodstock-era baby. Six, 1969, crazy times, Vietnam, Woodstock. I didn't go to Woodstock. I was having my own love fest back in the day in Rittenhouse Square. Fill it up. Every time I drive by there, I always remind Robin, that's the apartment where I lived. When I was and 18 I wish years you, old. wish we still lived there. It's a great little place. I love that area. Yeah. Delancey Street, what a great neighborhood. Love that place. Anyway, let's get back to the business. All right. Jesus, Robin. We you digress. Know, said, Robin's the one who wants me to embellish these stories. I'm not saying embellish. I'm just saying tell them the same story you told me. Oh, you know, I, I'm, I was wondering, how did we get to that? Because we were playing Baby It's Cold outside, yes. right? Because it's going to be really cold. It could be singles night in the suburbs. Unfortunately for many of our listeners... Every night is singles night in the suburbs. Singles night means single digits. So it's going to be cold outside tonight, baby. So run out and get yourself some uh, schnapps. Get, don't buy any White Claw or any of that stuff. The cans will freeze. They'll explode. You'll blow your eye out. And you'll poke your eye out with it. Just get some, like, brandy. This is where you get the, you know, the appetitives and the degustives. Mm-hmm. To put it in your coffee, a little sambuca. You know what we're doing today? A little Bailey's. Actually, yeah. after the show, we are going to go get a tour. Speaking of uh, aperitif and dejusif, we are going to Stateside Vodka Distillery up uh, north of here. It's right here in the city. Yeah, it's right in the city, and it looks 
absolutely amazing. I, have never, I didn't realize. I know they were here, and it's a local vodka called Stateside Vodka. Mm-hmm. And it's Local been getting make amazing it. reviews. Yeah, and I've tasted it. We've tasted it. It is absolutely. And I know my buddy Pat and he's going to say, all vodka tastes the same. No, no, it doesn't. It's not about the taste. It is a similar taste. Most alcohol really doesn't have much of a taste. It's the, it's the process that you use, the filtration that you use. Well, and and straight vodka. Hard. I'm not a straight vodka guy. Well. And I, I'll, have a, I'll sip a nice straight vodka on ice if it's really good. Right. Same thing with tequila. You know, I don't need ice on tequila, but I'm not going to start drinking rot gut tequila to say I've had tequila. When you sip a fine tequila, even bourbon and scotch, which I don't really like, I'll, t- I'll taste, you know, I'll taste a fine bourbon and scotch every once in a while, but I'm not going to go out and say, hey, pour me a, you know, a, a 24-year-old bourbon. I don't do that because I like it, but I don't enjoy it. I don't crave it. I don't crave vodka, but of all the white liquors, vodka is my favorite. I don't pr- have a problem with gin. You know, it's and again, I'm not a big drinker, but the two things that I drink mostly well, all the mm-hmm. time, Robin, red wine and vodka with cranberry. And those are my two favorite drinks. Of pineapple. A splash of pineapple, of course. And so today we're going to the stateside vodka distillery. They have a bar down there, and they're giving us a private tour oh, of the man. distillery. It's not even open to the public today. It it normally is, but um, it's not open today. So we're we're going down there and checking it out. I'll take some pictures and. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Now, will I get a little taste? Just a little. Uh, yes. This little something, something. They are. They they have a bartender coming in just for you. Oh man, let me give them. A round of I had a lemon drop last night. Jeez, Louise, that thing is so loud. I know, I had it all the way up. You Robin. need to turn that. You know why? Down. Because I had my headsets over my oh, earmuffs. Don't do that. Just and take so it off. They're muffled. It ta- it it looks kind of dorky anyway. I look like Scott Farkas from the Bumpuses. Yes. But I did have a blueberry lemon drop last night. And it was too sweet. I actually yeah. was retching in the parking lot afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't like I don't like the the you know she put sugar around it because we were doing a toast to the veterans last night. We tipped our glass at at it seven o'clock cool, last night for all the veterans uh, yesterday. The veterans who were in attendance. The veterans all over the world. And so that's what we did. So I said I don't want to drink a beer. You know I don't want to go stone cold Steve Austin and break a beer can over my head and drink it at right. a bar. And you didn't want to just you didn't want to pound a shot. So you exactly. had a blueberry lemon drop but it was i think also the lemon was not fresh lemon it was a it was one of those lemon it didn't taste bad but there was too much sugar around the limb the rim not her rim around the rim of the cup (laughs) and that was really sweet but it was smooth don't get me wrong it was smooth but then it got cold and i went outside and i got all congested yeah it's never good it's not good all right let's get back to the business so one final note on the Monday night game. And as I said, the San Francisco 49ers have clearly been the best team of the first half. They lost their first game, so there are no more winless teams, no more teams without a win. Well, actually, the Cincinnati Bengals. That's a tradition unlike any other. But one thing that I did notice, and during the game, Booger McFarlane made the point, but I said it to you before he even said it. I said, Jimmy Garoppolo does not look comfortable back there. Now, he's played great this year. His defense is lights out. But if you were watching the game last night, down the stretch and in overtime, he looked he had like he had the little happy feet thing going there. And you can see it when pressure is on any quarterback. I don't care how great they are, even Tom Brady. Tom Brady has been around long enough. He knows how to duck in and out of pressure when it's coming. 
Jimmy Garoppolo is pretty good, too. He's mobile. He's not a guy. He's not a cigar store Indian out there. Is that, is that racist to call people cigar store Indians now? Because the old saying in football was the quarterback was immobile and he just stood there. Uh-huh. He was a cigar store Indian. And that's what cigar stores would put outside. Right, because wooden it was Indians. a wooden Indian. And so that, that just basically, I guess that's going to be now, I'm going to get people going crazy at me. Meanwhile, the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, nobody's upset with the Chiefs because they honor the Chicago Blackhawks. Those, they're honoring Indian tribes. I think the, Chicago, the cigar store Indian thing, I don't know where that started. I don't think that's honoring, honoring Indians. But yeah. anyway, my point is. It's just the, meaning that it's something stiff. Exactly. Not mobile. Like this show. This show is very mobile. We can take it anywhere. I'm stiff every once in a while, especially on the dance floor if I hadn't had a couple cocktails yet. You know what I mean? Like I'd never be on Dancing with the Stars. But you said you used to I dance. Could, but there, you, I could. You uh, had like the Cuban heels and you used to dance. So uh, what up with that? Well, breaking news. Cigar store Indian. Hockey night in Canada would like to have a word with you, Tony. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Don Cherry got fired. He's 85 years old. Again, I'm not defending what he said. You know, he got hammered and he got fired. God bless. He's 85 years old. I know. I and just he's still he... working with the most hideous suits in the history of sports. By the way, how about Russell Wilson's jacket last oh, night? Oh, wow. I love that jacket. That is a good camo. It's like velvet camo. I love that jacket. Velvet camo with the wide lapels. Yeah. And he's got the best hair. Russell Wilson's hair is phenomenal. Well, he's man. just phenomenal, period. He is. He's phenomenal. He's so cute. anyway, back to Jimmy Garoppolo. He's not a cigar store Indian. And I need a replacement word, though, to make it PC for the woke crowd out there listening. But down the stretch and in overtime, Robin, here's the stats, next-gen stats, which we like to use. And by the way, I knew the first gen. I don't know the next gen. And if the next gen is available, just uh, stop on by, hit us up on Twitter, at Tony Bruno Show. At Miss Robin Austin. And what was Jenny's number, Robin? I don't remember. Are you serious, Robin? I don't. I don't. I mean, I know that it's in the song. What was it? 8675309. 8675309. That's Jenny's number. Not next gen. As soon as you started the it, I remembered gen. it. I just couldn't come up with the Because you know, nowadays they have this, uh, whatever this, these technology companies are. Next eight, gen six, stats. Seven, five, three, oh, AX or yeah. A, whatever the hell it is. But anyway, Jimmy Garoppolo down the stretch and in overtime. Three for 18. A 16.7 percentage past completion percentage. 59 yards and one interception. On passes of 10 yards or more. That's the lowest completion percentage by any quarterback in the NFL this season with at least 15 attempted passes of 10 yards or more. And so while the Seattle Seahawks don't have a formidable defensive line, you know, Jadavian Clowney took it upon himself last night to just make sure he disrupted what was going on with the 49ers. 49ers, I mentioned before the game, have three running backs with over 300 yards. They... They got some action last night. But the, the 49ers' defense, as, as they have been all year, were off the charts, forcing fumbles, grabbing balls out, scoring touchdowns. So there are a lot of turnovers. But as much as I love the Niners and Jimmy Garoppolo, I saw something concerning. Now, he's still pretty young in his career, and that's the difference. That's why I loved Russell Wilson and the Seahawks last night because Russell Wilson's been around since 2011. 
So he's played in the league for nine years. He's an MVP candidate. And the bottom line is Jimmy Garoppolo still is learning how to deal in games like this. He has four game-winning come-from-behind touchdown victories this season. He looked um, a little bit out of his element yesterday. He looked a little jittery, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's what happens when you know you're you're under under the gun. You have to win. You know, you got a chance to win this game. You're at home. You're on national television. Russell Wilson going in was 7-2 and on Monday Night Football. So the pressure didn't get to what Russell Wilson, even though he too made mistakes, they were just bad plays. Russell Wilson admitted there was one horrific throw as they were going in for a touchdown, yeah. and he threw a bad ball, and it got picked off. He knows that. But when, when, when push comes to shove, Russell Wilson is the guy right now. I want out there, even though he doesn't have the full package, he has the ability to make plays and see the field better than any quarterback in football. Maybe among the greatest of all time at being able to see the field and react to plays. He takes sacks, but he also knows how to make big plays. And that big run in overtime that set them up for the game-winning field goal is why Russell Wilson, and, you know, there's a lot of other candidates out there. Russell Wilson's the MVP of the league to me. The way this guy played. And, again, 232 yards. He had a touchdown and an interception. 24 for 34. You're looking at the numbers. It's not like, oh, my God, he won my fantasy league. He doesn't put up giant. Well, he did last week. He puts up 300, 400 yards on different weeks. But for the most part, the guy's a winner. The guy, to me, is is the most and we engage the win- talented quarterback in the NFL. Tom Brady is a goat. But Tom Brady can't do what Russell Wilson does. And he never has and never will, but he's got all those Super Bowls because he's got the, the perfect system around him, and he's a veteran, and he knows what to do no matter who he has on the field. And now Tom Brady is benefiting from a great defense this year, which is helping him immensely. The San Francisco 49ers are benefiting from a great defense, which is helping Jimmy Garoppolo immensely. But their offense has been good, too. So the Niners have had the combination of a really, really good offense and a great, great defense. Seattle's defense hasn't been that great, but they're, but they're Russell Wilson single-handedly on many nights finds ways to win. Not convincingly, but that was a great game last night. That was a lot of, that was a lot of fun. You know, and obviously Lamar Jackson is next level, young guy who's going to be great in this league for a long time. And so those two guys to me and to everybody else who watches more than 10 seconds of highlights are the two best quarterbacks as far as MVP candidates. Now, does MVP mean a lot? It does in a lot of sports. I think Russell Wilson would like to get back to a Super Bowl. That's what he would like to do, picking up MVPs. Now, again, I like Jimmy Garoppolo, but last night, maybe it's another porn star. You know, now, you know, he loves porn, and who doesn't? Remember, he's been hooked up with porn. I don't care what he does in his personal life. He's single. He can do whatever he wants. But apparently, he's hooked up with a new Instagram model. Oh, really? And that's what happens when you can't, again, can he focus on the game because he has a hot Instagram model sitting at home? Absolutely. He's a good-looking man. I'd love to look like Jimmy Garoppolo. You know how many situations I would be in with? Chicks at the same time, man. Exactly. Dozens and dozens and dozens. NFL record. Two chicks at the same time, man. But anyway, enough about that. That was great. By the way, we had a couple of NFL uh, transactions today, Robin. Your Tampa Bay Buccaneers earlier this morning caught the 11th overall pick in the 2016 draft, defensive back Vernon Hargraves. 
Hargraves, if you may have noticed, was benched on Sunday by Bruce Arians in the game for your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the one against the Cardinals. And Arians actually said at the end of the game, I had to bench him. He, was, he wasn't playing hard. He was basically not hustling. He basically said, lack of hustle. I don't want a player out there in a game where our defense has been struggling, and you're one of our top players. You're the highest-paid defensive back. We just gave you a, an extension of your contract. Actually, then they picked up his uh, fifth-year option for 2020 for $9 million, and he was benched for lack of hustle. And a lot of people were like, wow. And then he apologized. He said, I don't, that's not the way I am. And then today, this morning, they cut him. They cut a guy who was the 11th pick in the 2016 NFL draft, a defensive back in a league where defensive back is one of the most coveted positions that every team needs. And then the Cincinnati Bengals, also in a cost-cutting move, they cut linebacker Preston Brown today. He was their highest-paid linebacker. They just signed him to a three-year, $16.5 million contract in March, and today they cut him loose. $4.8 million guaranteed, and now he gone, as we like to say in the world of sports. So Preston Brown cut, and uh, Vernon Hargraves. If you're a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan and you've been watching them closely every week, it may not be a shock, but it certainly is something that is, wow, guy gets criticized by his coach for not hustling, and then two days later he's gone from the organization. So there's your football updates. Do the Hustle. You should play a little bit about that. It's one of my favorite songs, Robin. It's one of in our big heavy rotation on Friday nights when we do our disco ball spinning show. We haven't done one in a couple of weeks. We're going to do one Friday night, Robin. I couldn't do one Friday because I was shot. But I want to I wanna do it Friday night. Yeah? To a satisfied. Sorry, Tony. I'm, I'm trying to... D- d- I'm double tasking here. I need to play Do the Hustle, Robin. Do the Hustle. See, they don't have the original version on here. That's an outrage. What the hell's going on with Spotify? Other than their ripoff. Unless you just get the free copy. But we pay for Spotify. Yes. I'm paying you, Spotify bitches. Get the damn right. Don't be forced. Be, don't be like Google when I search for a song that you put up there, the song you want me to listen to. When I wanted to hear Baby It's Cold Outside, don't you dare. Don't you dare, Spotify. Don't you dare put up the crappy new version of Baby It's Cold Outside. Tell me that, 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 that the social media sites and all of these publicly available sites don't tell you what to think, Robin. When you put Baby It's Cold Outside, you don't get the Dean Martin. you got to go searching for yes, all the different versions. which is a total outrage. You get the new slapdick, sanitized, wussified version. Why? Why? I don't want that version. But then when you want to find the version of the song you want, you have to go crazy finding it on Spotify. How how does Spotify not have the library that you would think they would have? How do you charge people for this crap? Am I wrong here, Robin? 
No, I'm you were not You're absolutely correct. Give me the damn hits. I don't want the B-sides. I don't want the fringe oldies. I want the hits. It's like going to a concert and not hearing somebody, uh, somebody starts playing new material and then doesn't play their hits. Those people should be arrested and not allowed to leave the venue for doing that. It's absolute outrage. And I don't usually do uh, music rants on this show. But Spotify is a dumpster fire. Let me tell you that right now. Let me repeat again. Spotify is is a literal... You have a literal dumpster fire. And let me say this to you, Mr. Spotify himself, whatever the hell your name is. How dare you? Exactly. How dare you put up that crappy version of Baby It's Cold Outside and make me look hard for Dean Martin. That's bullshit, folks. And I'm not going to stand for it. Now, did you find Do the Hustle, Robin? No, I can't. I can't. Why can't you find it? I'm trying to find it and do a show, and you're just trying. What are you doing? I'm trying to prep for some of the other things that we had going on. I but need to I'll, find Do I'll the Hustle. On, you know what? Let me work on that for you right now. But the, they don't have the version that I need. That's why I went off on my Spotify rant. All you people are paying for Spotify. I would cancel them right now. And get Disney Plus instead. Speaking of that, let's was do that, it. Disney. It was Van McCoy. Yes, right? Van McCoy's Do the Hustle, one of the greatest disco songs of all time. The penultimate version of Do the Hustle. Not all this other crap. Yeah, there we go. Do it. Do it, Spotify. I gotta get the drop sticks out, right? Even though it's not a real big drop. It's got a good tom tom beat to it. Not Hustler Magazine. I don't think that's available. What did you just do? Well, no, it's not supposed to be. It goes down to the drain in the back. Oh. But now Remember? with our new wheelie chair, I just tried to start doing the hustle. Watch what happens. I'm not making this up. I have to keep my feet on the floor and not up on the ch- on the chair. Because uh-huh. when I start doing the hustle, look. <laughs> just... I'm, not doing, I'm not moving my body. It's sort of like a Ouija board. I am not purposely moving myself. I'm having to hold the whole desk to yeah, keep the, me from except sliding. Except for the desk is on wheels, too. So you're going to take that with you. Did you sink down too? Do the hustle. Do the hustle. And this is all it does for the entire song. It just keeps going and going. What do you mean, Robin? This is a classic. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying that it's it just keeps going and going. This is not how I injured my bunghole. Do it. We'll send this one out to, uh, to Vernon Hargraves, formerly of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And thank you for our new followers. 
That's Jay Cross. Not Chris Cross. Jay Cross, 33. And not Christopher Cross or Chris Cross will make you go jump, jump. No electric slide, although I could do the electric slide without even moving. I know. On this, <laughs> on this chair. <laughs> so because it's a basement and, uh, you know. No, it's a, a cellar, Robin. No, this is, te- well, okay. It's the wine cellar. Uh, below grade, we actually, uh, in, we had the entire floor pitched slightly to the back where there is a pump sump. Exactly. Sump, sump, sump pump. Pump sump. Pump sump. Sump pump. Not a chump pump. A pump chump. Uh, 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 no, not such a Wait a minute. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, Tony Bruno. We'll send this out to everybody standing at K&A and trying to do the hustle today on a cold Tuesday. And make sure you wear gloves when you're trying to score at K&A or if you're in Baltimore and trying to score off the streets today. Make sure you bundle yourself up. And if you're trying to score at home, at home, we this congratulate you. This is such a crock of shit. No, it's not. AJ Come in San, on, Antonio. AJ San Antonio. Come on, AJ. We have breaking stock market news. Luckily, we have Either there or there or out there somewhere. No, it's out there, the stock market. And, of course, we have our stock market insider, a man who once knew Dow Jones, and he also knew. The stock market news, ladies and gentlemen. Dean is selling half of his portfolio, taking profits, letting the market come back, and buy, buy, buy again. I don't give a crap what you're doing with your portfolio. Is the stock market hitting 30000 That's the number. And what does that mean to most people? Oh, it's up to uh, 28000 uh, Don't give me attitude, sir. Welcome to the shit from the 70s. That's 80s, man. Dude, the oh. hustle was in the 80s? Yeah, late 70s, early 80s, Robin. I don't know. That's the Tony disco Bruno. era, Robin. That's bad disco knowledge. Van McCoy's Do the Hustle had to be early 80s, late 70s at the absolute latest. That was disco. That was disco. That was a cl- 1975, Robin. Yeah, 75 is not 80s. Well, that's close. No, it's not. <laughs> And Van McCoy died at age 39. Did you know that? I did not know that. He died at the age of 39. Wow. Wasn't a lack of hustle, though. I know that, Robin. In Englewood, New Jersey, he had a heart attack. Wow. This was back in, uh, what year was this? I did not know Van McCoy was gone. I know LaShawn McCoy was gone on Sunday because Andy Reid decided to give him a day off and the Kansas City Chiefs lost a damn stupid football game. What's up with now football players getting days off? They play once a week. And I'm glad I played Van McCoy. It reminded me of one of the things I did not rip Andy Reid for yesterday. How do you give a guy a day off on a Sunday for rest in the National Football League? Not Van Morrison. It was mid-70s. Not Colt McCoy, the NFL quarterback. And not the real McCoy, one of my other favorite groups, Robin. You remember the real McCoy? Uh, Vaguely. Not the real McCoy's the TV show with little Luke. God damn you, little Luke. And Walter Brennan. That's one of the few impressions that I could do. I could do Walter Brennan 
on the real McCoys. Remember that, Robin? No, I mean I, I vaguely remember the show. Vaguely. And it was Luke, and it was the well, uncle was a Walter Brennan. Damn you, little Luke! He talked like that. <laughs> <laughs> you do that very well. No, I could do a. Uh, there's not much call for Walter Brennan impersonations these days. I don't even think Rich Little does them anymore. And people are saying, "Who the hell is Rich Little?" Oh, come on! Now even I know that. The real McCoy, Robin, one of the great dance songs. Now I got to find that song, Robin, and Spotify once again, making it impossible, impossible to find music. And I'm paying Spotify. Did I remind Spotify that that I'm paying for this service? What am I paying for? Generic searches of fringe groups doing copies of the monster hits that you're supposed to be providing to the people? Do you want fringe songs when you're looking for a song? Oh no, I don't want I don't want the real version of it. I want one of the 60-second copies and rip-offs of the original song. Why would I want to hear the original? That's ridiculous. Not the real McCoys. The real McCoy. Here's one of their songs. Robin, can you bring this up now? Finally found one. There you go. Run away, baby. Run away. Run away, run away, run away. That was a good song, but this is really their biggest, biggest hit, Robin, which was actually, actually a remake. A Tuesday afternoon Arctic Blast dance party right now. Been a lot of pregnant pauses today. Well, I'm not even expecting. Yeah, I was gonna say at least uh, nobody's pregnant for real. <laughs> you remember this song, Robin? Is this the same? This is the same group that did the the Barbie song, right? No. 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 They sound exactly the same. They did this song too. Yeah, yeah. Come and get your love. Come and get your love. Are you sure they didn't do the Barbie? I don't think Come they did. Come on, Barbie. Barbie. Let's no. have that one. No, that is uh, Aqua. Oh. Come on, Robin. You're gonna. It sounds exactly the same. No, it's not. Because the real McCoy had the brother in there who could throw it down. It was a white dude who sounded like a brother. Not Aquaman. Who's a big Steelers fan, by the way. Did you see that? Jason Momoa. A Pittsburgh yes, Steelers fan. Which I don't understand. Because I don't think that's where he grew up. I don't think the climate in Pittsburgh is similar to where he grew up. I don't think he actually grew up in Hawaii, though. I think he's of I know Hawaiian that, but descent. if you have a choice to live and spend time in Hawaii... Or Pittsburgh, and I love Pittsburgh. I have friends there, but Hawaii, Pittsburgh, Hawaii, Pittsburgh. Hey, Tony. Yes. You know what time it is? Is it mail time? It is. I my voice even broke, just like the guy I who know, sings it. No, you are so excited. Yeah. It is. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. The mail 
Mike Saul 23 says 97.5 releases more personalities than NFL players do. Oh, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We need to eat the babies. No, no, we'll eat the babies later when we run out of food because we didn't go out and get the milk, butter, eggs, and toilet paper. No, we did get milk. Yes, well, no, you and I did because yeah. I was thinking ahead driving home last night. I'm thinking there's no way I'm going out and risking a supermarket overtake. Uh, you, what do they call it? The, uh, the takeover of the supermarket. I can see people right now grabbing their arms and pulling all the bread into their carts, going to the milk. I, I saw a guy get three gallons of milk last night at Heritage Farms there yes. on Route 322. And I'm like, dude, three gallons of milk? You're a college student. We have it's one, on campus. We have one camp, uh, campus. We have one box for you to open, and then we oh, are going to do box? a combo Florida what's in the box segment. Uh, so we have a video what's in the box, yes. and then we have this box right here. Do you need a, yeah. Is it sealed, or did you open this one? I did not open it. Oh, me, I need a knife. That's not a knife. This is a knife. This is a knife. This is the knife that the guy used to kill the baby Trump in uh, wherever the hell that was the other day. The stupid blow-up doll. You never kill a blow. You never stab a blow-up doll, no matter how bad they've been to you. Meanwhile, oh, I hate these wrapping things, Robin. I need, a, I need an X-Acto knife. God, such a baby. Jesus. I'm going to hurt myself. What, what do is I have this? Here? What do we got? Oh, it's the... Philly's largest tailgate ever, November 17th at the Xfinity Live lot, Robin, where there will be lot lizards for sure. Wait, wait, wait. And victory the, who, beer. <gasps> and you, you know what mean victory beer makes, Golden monkey victory beer? The one and only. Oh, I got a koozie. Not a Bob koozie. So they sent me a beer koozie. So November 17th, that's, that's a Sunday. Sunday. That's a Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Now, of course, we got to do the pregame show right. at Tollman Joe's from 1 o'clock to 3.30. But the but look what I can get, Robin. I can redeem one can of victory-free beer within the VIP tent only. Sweet. Let's see what they have on there. They, they have, better have Golden they Monkey. They have Sour Monkey. Here, look, give me the other one. I'll read. What are the mon- oh, they got Golden Monkey on there. Oh, thank God. I they was got no, it's a no-brainer. They also have no-brainer, homegrown, prima pineapple. Is that what that is? Hello, senior twenty deep. Um, we got two free. Let's see how many free beers we got. So we got three free victory beers in the tent. Okay. Actually, four. I meant no three. Let's see what else we got here. We got the VIP. And then we've got the free food item. Now, this is so this is if anybody wants to go, they can go. The entire event is from 11 to 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. 7 p.m. 11 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. So the Eagles game starts at 425 against the Patriots. We'll be doing our pregame show. So come over to Tollman Joe's while we're there. Enjoy some great food and then go with us. Over to Victory Brewing um, at Xfinity Live. You just can't walk in there in the VIP. Well, no, but but they have other uh, locations where they can go. No, they don't. It's not. It's it's open to the public at Xfinity Live. We, however, It's the largest tailgate ever. Yeah. Will there be a coffin there? Will there be, uh, like, is Mike Scott going to walk around in a Washington Redskins jersey? So it says, 
RSVP for you and a guest to attend as VIPs. Yatch. And I got oh, a victory bottle opener and, and also something to add to my collection of things that I really don't have a nice. lot of. I got because you know what? I, I love Victory Bear. I'm not a I'm not a golden monkey. Robin likes all the hoppy stuff. I'm only a hip hoppy guy. I'm not. Oh, a you got another pair guy. of cheap sunglasses. Oh, these are awesome. How do they look? I like them. They're UV protected too. Yeah, they're very cool. So I won't be like uh, Michael Rappaport and get all those like so make HIV a, sores. So on my here's lips. the dealio. Yes. Make a day out of it. Come down to South Philadelphia Stadium Complex. You hang out with Tony Bruno and the gang from starting at 1 o'clock at um, Tollman Joe's. Yep. Fantastic food. Great One vibe. to three will be there on the air right. live on 97.3 ESPN. And be a part of the show. And yep. then head over with us afterwards to Vic- Victory Brewing Beautiful at Xfinity man. Live. <laughs> awesome. There's going to be food product, too. What were the food choices, Robin? Because, you know, if there's free food and booze. Eh, you're totally there. there. If it's free, I'm sure they I'm have. Learning, like I'm learning a lot from Bernie Sanders. I may have to decide to join him and AOC in promoting his campaign to give everybody free shit. I mean, who doesn't want free stuff? Look how excited I am. I can <laughs> redeem. I can redeem for any of these following food items right here with this. And you know, if I run out of these, you don't think I'll be able to get more food, Robin? They know who I am. Down to Florida. How about a pulled pork? Here's your choices, Robin. Yeah. Pulled pork sandwich. Nice. Foot-long hot dog. Hot dogs. Cheeseburger. Yum. Nachos or a pretzel. Now, if you got a ticket to get one of those items, of those five items, we may have to do a poll. You go the pulled pork sandwich. I know what you would do. You go the foot-long hot dog, the cheeseburger, nachos, or pretzel. You're not going to go for a pretzel. No. I'm sorry. I no. love pretzels. What am I going for, Robin? You're going for pulled pork. Damn right. I know. I you. usually pull my own pork, but if they pull it for me, I'm there. I'll probably be. Able, I'll probably go for a pulled pork the first time up, then a foot long hot dog, and then the cheeseburgers, and then I'll wash it down with nachos and victory beer. Beautiful. All right, let's go to Florida, ladies and gentlemen. going to Florida because we want to get a little bit of warm. Warm? This is our daily, our video daily double of what's yes. in the box. Uh, what's in the box? Let's go to our video screen to see someone who actually is going to the box yes. to open it up. on vid- Now, this is previously recorded. We this are not going to deceive recorded. people and tell you this is live. It is not live. It is previously recorded. Let's go now down to Florida. For this update. Let me turn off whatever is playing here first and go to here and God. Robin. Damn. It's not easy, Tony. Exactly. Looks easy, but it's hard. <laughs> and why is there no sound now? Mother no, the, the Eagle happy. fans will not be there trying to fight Kevin Hayes since he's a Patriots fan. I think the uh, Flyer fans are excited now because they're playing great. And they got the Caps tomorrow night in hockey action. All right, here we go. By the way, the Washington Capitals, right now the best team in hockey, off to a great start, 13-2. and two. They lost in a shootout last night uh, at home against those Phoenix Coyotes. And Washington is much better on the road. They're 8-1-1 and one on the road, the Capitals. And they're 5-1-3 and three at home. 
So the Capitals with 30 points, best in the NHL so far, and they'll be in Philadelphia tomorrow night to take on the Flyer, who have won four in a row and right now sit as the four seed in the Eastern Conference of the National Hockey League. Now, I apologize ahead of time. This particular video is sent to me in uh, text form. So the quality is not all that great, even though I downloaded it. And there's a line running through it. There's nothing I can do about that because I'm running it off of this computer instead of a second computer. But you will get the gist. This is a what's in the box. I'm sorry. I thought you said It's a what's in the box segment coming to you. What's in the box? Let's get it back to Florida, Robin. Coming to you from Florida. Mail time. I know that cat. Bruno Nation Live. Enter the promo code Bruno. Get a 20% off discount. My hairy balls, thank you. And Dean's wife thanks us, I'm sure. There Thank it is, you, ladies Dean. And gentlemen. So, for those of you who do not know, the um, this is an ad that normally is a sponsor of ours that is normally only on the podcast portion of the show. Mm-hmm. But Manscaped, he ordered right away, got twenty yep. percent off at Manscaped.com, twenty percent off and free shipping. Correct. So, if you go to Manscaped.com and put in the code word Bruno, you too will get twenty percent off of anything that you order on there and tony used his for the first time um and it is my balls are clean but my head's furry i'm doing the exact opposite most guys you know don't care about down there and they and and again they're one of our sponsors so dean ordered it a lot of other people listeners and you can go to manscaped.com and then if you order anything on there use the promo code bruno b-r-u-n-o and they got great stuff and men are finally taking care of the nether regions I'm, I'm taking care of both sides. And, you know, I mean, here's the thing. It is always a delicate area, whether you're male or female. But as I've explained before in detail, for men, it's even more because your testicles, the skin around that, that hold your sack. Wait, we're doing a sack update? Yes. The Not skin- a Santa sack, of course. You can get those in a Jake Voracek puck from the Czech Republic. But this is if just. You order right now. This is just a. Uh, it's a common sense kind of thing. The, the skin around a man's sack is very loose. And is it's, this breaking news? <laughs> this is not breaking news for any man. What about little boys? They're not loose skin. Well, but they're still They're like of, solid as a rock uh, down there, man. But it's still, it's very sensitive. It's very loose. And it's easy to get caught in, in uh, razors and especially electric. You don't want to get those things nicked. And um, so this new... The Lawnmower 2.0, it's waterproof. You can yes. take it in the shower. And it has, I don't know exactly how it, they did it, but they, they shaped it. They did it, baby. They and did it's, it. It's incredibly smooth. Oh, I, I want to use it. You're think- not going to take over my ball stuff, Robin. You got your own Punani stuff. Do you see me using your Punani stuff? Yeah, but you know what? No. They, here's the same. It, they always end up making things thing better for men. The only thing I'm using is yours are the panty liners. I am using Robin's panty liners, the yeah. always- even though so did not have to go there. Why women women use panty liners? There's nothing wrong with that. That's why they sell them. Yes. And now because I agree with always that it's not just for women, I am using always panty liners as well, ladies and gentlemen. T M I. No, it's not. This is health. This is our okay. health and well-being segment. 
Clarky Bob says, I'm sorry, I'm not shaving the boys. Well, then your significant other is going to be getting superfluous dental floss that she really does not need. Although maybe she doesn't floss, and that's a good reason to floss. I don't know. Hey, Jane Sanitone. Tony's always saying Dean has no balls. I don't get it. (laughs) And there you have it, folks. Good sack knowledge right there. Dean. Robin, can you fly down and show me how to use it? <laughs> uh, you know what I'll show you how to use? My Louisville Slugger and my Coho metal stick. Not a wooden Coho. My aluminum hockey stick down there. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Tony. Yes. Shall we open up the lines? Let's go to the phones, Robin. Yes, it's a good time to open them up. It's getting cold outside. What's the temperature right now? Can we get a weather, traffic, and weather? And any more cancellations, especially tonight? Because it's supposed to get really cold. Now, even in Florida, I saw when I was checking my Doppler radar last night, and my Doppler was sticking up really, really high, and I knew something was up. Well, the current weather in Philadelphia is 39 degrees. So it's dropping. I mean, it was 60 degrees it earlier. It says it feels like 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is scheduled to go down to... to Florida? <laughs> Even Florida, which is having great weather right now, is going by to cool midnight. Off. It's going to go by one a.m. It's going to be twenty-eight degrees. It's going to be below freezing. It's traffic yeah. and weather on the fives right here, on Bruno Nation Live. Now, of course, it's you know in California it's warmer, so we're not giving the entire country, but you know the Midwest, the normal cold places. We oh, by the, the same, way, are cold. We are the same temperature right now as in Central Texas, according to Senior Twenty Deep. Hello. Yeah, 39 degrees in Texas. It's 81 down in Florida in Clearwater. But, yeah, you enjoy it now, Dean, because I saw that this cold front's going to move across, too. And so, obviously, it's November. It's the middle of November. So it's not supposed to be 75 degrees every day. Obviously, Florida and California will get nice weather. It's cold in the Midwest and the Plains. Senior 20, Dean. Suck it, Dean. Exactly right. Play action reel. I'm over here digging myself out of sunshine. Eight degrees in Indianapolis this morning. Eight degrees. That's a little nip. By the way, for Thursday night football, watching a live shot from Cleveland, Ohio. Hello. The Thursday night game is Cleveland and Steelers in Cleveland. You know what the temperature is expected to be for kickoff, Robin? That's not that cold in Cleveland. 33 degrees on Thursday night football. But there's snow, and it's nasty. So it's not going to be a beautiful night. But we love snow games. We, we, everybody was going crazy at that Packer know, game. It, it was just... only snowing lightly for most of the game. And then by the end, the field had that nice coating out there on Lambeau Field. So 26 d- degrees tonight by 2, by 2 a.m. And that, of course, is uh, in Texas. So all over the country, cold weather. And, uh, so bring be- your animals in, folks. Exactly. This is, you know, especially if they're not used to the weather, they don't have their full coats on yet because it's been nice and warm. Um, this is for all animals, not just domesticated. I mean, it's... It, well, you saw what happened here in Philly. There was a, Somebody had 11 beagles in their house, and they left them outside because a couple of nights ago we had another one of those mm-hmm. really cold nights, yeah. the first really cold, um, below freezing night of the fall, and... Somebody left 11 beagle dogs outside in the cold. It's just awful. Sons of bitches. <laughs> Play action reel. My horses can't fit in the house, Miss Robin. Well, hopefully they have a shelter that they can go yeah, into. Yeah, I mean, if you have horses, you have a stall outside. Yeah. And horses 
are pretty uh, tough animals. Well, if if they have been outside already, they're starting to grow their winter coats, and they can handle cold weather. Just keep them out of Del Mar and Santa Anita, and they'll be safe. But if they don't, if they don't have their winter coats, um, and it's a it's a sudden freeze, you know, you need to protect them. You need to put blankets on them. You need to do a couple different things so that they can. I would think that if he shirt. had horses, he would know it, unless he just bought them. I'm yesterday. sure he does. But I was just saying that for those people who do, who've never. If you're going to go out and buy a horse today. Just remember, don't leave it outside tonight. Take it up in the bedroom. But if you have a horse's head in your bed tonight, then you better get the hell out of there as Unless soon as possible. Unless it's a miniature possible. horse. A miniature horse, you can, you can pretty much take yeah, anywhere. You can take them on airplanes. Yeah. You can You've take them to it. the mall. You can take them grocery stuff. Just call it your stuff. therapy animal, and you're, <laughs> you're good to go. I love those little uh, horses. Those little miniature horses? Yeah, I love those babies. Yeah. Uh, Antonio was one of them, right? Yes, Antonio. Antonio. So Don't I the, have that in here? What happened to that? I think you do have it in there, Tony, but you, just, it, you have so many sound effects, you've forgotten where things are. And I do want to remind people that the lines are open, 215-462. Tony, 215-462-8669. So we talk football, you know, the baseball winter meetings start Monday down in Phoenix, Arizona, or over in Phoenix, Arizona, where the weather will be nice. Presumably. Well, of course it's nice. It's Arizona in November. It'll get chilly at night. So when you go out to Scottsdale and the women aren't wearing the full coats yet, expect to see high beams in full effect. That's just a little traffic and weather together update for you in the greater Phoenix, Arizona area. Hey, Tony, we have somebody with clean shorn balls ready to talk to us. Oh, let's go to the ball line. As our good friend Tom Balooney would say, Talking about balls. Who's on the ball line right now? Not Lonzo Ball or LaMelo Ball. Which ball? Is, not Lucille Ball. Which ball is this? What's up, Bruno? Now, we need a ball update. You have uh, ball knowledge. Uh, not as of this moment. I mean, when did I? When, I guess just got it Saturday, so. You said you were going to go right a- away, like when you get a Christmas present. You know, you don't, you're going to go out and use it right away. You open the box up, you get that razor out, and you start shaving it. You start trimming. You go, stay out the bushes. You want to go down Tony, there, I'm... and you want to crop and shear, just like I was doing outside on Saturday. I was cutting my tomato plants and my pepper plants down before they died, and now they're nice and clean and smooth. Unfortunately, Tony, at my age, I don't get excited like I used to at Christmas, you know? Why not? Ah, it's just not the same, you know. You don't, Especially you when don't you know what every gift is. Now, you know, when you get older, you absolutely know what every gift is. You know, right. you shake the box to pretend you don't know, and then you really do. No, I've been able to surprise you. No, because you got to do it phony. You got to put like a really big, small gift in a big box and do like the the uh, the Russian doll thing, where you put one box in another box and in another box and in another box. And you're spending all this money on stupid boxes to try to make the person not realize what it is, and then they finally and, this, reali- and then they finally realize what it is. Uh, what's in the box? And, you, and, and this you know, is a perfect lead. This is a perfect lead into my call, Tony. How do you not get us two tickets downloads to the Patriots and Eagles game? God damn it! Because you're in Tampa and I'm in Philly. I would have flown up, you son of a bitch. I still can. Let's go. Get me. You two don't think tickets. I can get two Down tickets? Low. You don't think I can get two tickets? You, you know who I am, Dean. Well, I thought you were Mr. Philadelphia, but Do here you it is. We know, know the Patriots and Eagles were playing since, like, June, 
and I still haven't gotten an invite. Now she I would I would go down there, but I don't want to have my house. I don't want to my house. You ate my food. You funneled my wife. You drove around in my car. I funneled your wife. Fondled. Oh, fondled. Funneled. <laughs> funneled. We do love some good funnel cakes. I didn't funnel. I didn't fondle your wife. <laughs> she fondled me. <laughs> yeah, baby. All, right. <laughs> All I know is it's an outrage that you and I aren't going to the game on Sunday. Now I, now I got to do a pregame. I got to do a pregame show, and then I got to go and drink victory beer and eat free food. But I, you know, I got connections. You know, Joe Krause, the man who produces all of our shows. He's been giving away tickets. We're giving away a trip to Miami on December 1st with airfare hotels. He gave away trips to Dallas. He's giving away I'd tickets to I'd rather go to, every- to Philadelphia than Miami. Are you serious right now? Yeah, Miami's a freaking dump. Have you been to Philadelphia lately? <laughs> Do you have a flak jacket? Do you Actually, have- Tony, I have never been to Philadelphia. Are you serious? What? I'm serious. I have never been to Philadelphia. Wait a minute. I have to give you one of these, man. Well, we're inviting you right now to come to Philadelphia. Well, well why, I mean, why would I? You know, what's in Philadelphia? I mean, America started in Plymouth, Massachusetts. No, nah, they're Nazis up in, Pits, in, in Boston now. They're, like, protesting at children's hospitals. I mean, they're all I wimps know, up there. Scumbags. They're all wimps that, up there I, I left. I left that dump just like... Philadelphia is a long time ago. I can't believe you still, with all the outrage that you show on this show, for good reason. I can't believe you haven't moved out of that dump. I'm here with my mom. I want, you know, I'm going to be here until my mom. Well, that's here. true. That's true. I'm not going to abandon my mom and family now. Nope, that's that's a good son right there. Finally, Tony, you're doing something right in life. I mean, I abandon a lot of things in life, but I don't abandon my family. I'll abandon people on Twitter. As soon as very, some of those easily. obligations are, are over, which we are not hoping is going to happen anytime soon, obviously, but uh, as soon as those are, then we are heading to the warmth. Now, Luigi's ripping Dean on Twitter, and he says, go back to Southie and shut it up, Dean. Or shut it, Dean. Who, who, who said that, Luigi? Yep. Listen here, Luigi, Curdo. I will get three of my fine Russian friends and club you with a coho like you've never been clubbed before, pal. Russians? Wait a minute. How about Ukraines? Because right now, if you're a Ukrainian or a Russian, you are dangerous, and we will not allow you in our country. No, Tony, come on. Don't you remember the Russian in the bar giving Luigi some shit? He almost had to drop him oh, in Tampa right. here. Yes, yeah, that's Tampa, right. Yeah. <laughs> Luigi and Russians don't come get on, along. Come on, Tony. No, I remember that. <laughs> Luigi always gets in trouble, though. He always wants to fight. He's not anymore. Now fight he's on of- meds. He's, like, way more calm now. It's kind of nice. He's a, he's a different beautiful. man. He's got a dog now. And, and, and I'm sure the dog, right, I'm sure the dog helps calm his nerves. Exactly. Yeah, Penny's fantastic. We're now be, if, I could, just, now if be, I could just teach him to stop gambling and wasting his money on scratch-offs, alcohol, drugs, I could invest What else money. is there to live for anymore? I mean, seriously. <laughs> It's not cheap getting old, guys. Let me tell you, you need money when you get old. How about Mr. How about Mr. Mo- where's the Where's the love for Mr. Monday Night last night? I was being savage for taking Seattle. Oh, and I, I said Seattle. And then Philly Godfather he liked the over, and I said I like the over too. So that's two yeah, winners last the night: the over and Seattle. Nobody wanted to touch the actual game. Everybody liked the over, and they had to they had to sweat their balls off. Speaking of balls, until it got to overtime to cover the over. You realize that, Tony? As a matter of fact, Tony, that you are a perfect example of an intelligent gambler and a smart man. 
of a sharp because when everybody is on one side and on one team, go the other way. Yep. And listen, I mean, the, the Niners are good. You see, the, the problem when you make predictions on the air, or not really predictions when you're giving learned knowledge, is that the fans of the team that you pick against think you're picking against them. I picked the Cowboys, who I hate, two, ta- two weeks in a row. I won the first one, and I lost on Sunday. So, I, you know, it's not like fantasy where I pick a player on a team that I don't like and then have to root for him. But, you know, I'm going to pick the Dallas Cowboys when I think they're going to win. I'm going to pick Seattle when I think they're going to beat the Niners. The fact that they were – and I even said this. If you look at my pick that I posted online, not just that. But, by the way, did you hear what Philly God – do we have the tape what Philly Godfather said, Robin? Did you save that, baby? Yes, I do. Give me one second. Because, I mean, this guy is a professional gambler. I'm not a professional uh-oh, gambler. Uh oh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pat Tony's head right here, aren't we? No, no, I yes. had nothing to do with this. I didn't ask him to say anything. <laughs> this is Philly Godfather, ladies and gentlemen. This Guy's got a, he's in movies. He's got his own. I mean, he's he is a professional gambler and a well-respected gambler. He understands the game. Yeah. That's what he does for a living. Yeah. I'm not a professional Absolutely. gambler. But the other night, when I was Tony, dropping, you haven't been a professional at anything you've done in your life. Well, you're right with that. <laughs> I know a little bit about everything and a lot about nothing, pal. That's how you're there eligible you to have this show. You know there you go, exactly. And you do a damn good job at knowing nothing. But last night, I said it. I said I, I talked about, you know, Kittle not being there. I talked about the kicker not being there. And the bottom line is, and then they lose Emmanuel Sanders. And you saw, you know, Galarapolo struggled down the stretch. Okay, I have it. Let's go to the tape. Now, again, this is unsolicited. I was just giving out a pick last week on one of our remote shows. I believe this was at Landmark Americano. Oh, no, was it Screwballs? Screwballs, yeah. Screwballs last Thursday night. This is the unsolicited testimonial from Philly Godfather. Play the tape, Robert. Tony, you are one of the best handicappers I've ever met, I've ever heard on the radio. I mean, the way you break down these games. And at the end of the day, it's the results that count. So all these guys are talking about analytics and metrics and algorithms, and then you come on week in and week out, and you destroy the market. So, you know, i got to give you kudos. There it is, ladies and gentlemen, Philly Godfather. That's a very special endorsement. Dean never Absolutely. gives me credit. He never gives me love over all the years. What are you talking about, Tony? Well, I, come on. <laughs> Go right on your little Twitch stream, and every time you make a great pick, I It ain't a little off. Twitch stream. It's a big Twitch stream. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? Get out. Get out. I'm going to bring that. I'm going to bring you out and force you to watch the. Take you to San Francisco to watch the Greta Thunberg mural and watch it until your head explodes. Well, speaking of San Francisco, Tony, in last night's game, in all seriousness, um, I couldn't believe when San Fran had the ball and a chance with like a minute and a half, you know, two minutes under two minutes, just run the ball, eat the clock. A tie is better than a loss when you got Green Bay on your ass and Seattle on your ass. A tie would have been massive right there for home field advantage. I, I think that game last night is going to cost them home field advantage by not taking that tie. Well, you may be right, but, you know, and then they play them, you know, again in Seattle week 17. So that final game, we're talking about, you know, the, the NFC East, Eagles and Cowboys are going to come down to the end. Well, that NFC West, which looked like it was lock, stock, and sealed by San Francisco with a great 6-8-0 start, Seattle wins there they got to play them in Seattle Week 17. So that could be the game that decides not just the NFC West, but home field advantage in the entire – and, of course, we got to see what the Saints do, and there's other good teams. But the Rams, they're toast. I mean, the Rams aren't going to be in the playoffs, oh, are yeah, they? Oh, yeah, they're done. They're not going to be in no, the playoffs. No, I mean, obviously, 
there's something wrong with Gurley because he's just a shell of himself. Yeah, he's hurt. There's no doubt his knee is degenerative, and they're just trying to make sure that he doesn't, you know, damage it for life. But if I was if I was that coach of San San Francisco, I would have. By the way, don't say San knee. Fran. Two things that people don't. You can tell you're you're not a guy that understands the what West Coast. What are you Coast. talking about? San Fran is not acceptable. Neither is Frisco. Frisco is in Texas. People who call San Francisco Frisco. Del Frisco, that's it's different. It's San Fran. It's saying San Francisco. You don't say San this? Fran. This isn't a rice, rice roni commercial. They don't say San Fran anywhere. They don't say San Fran anywhere. I just said it on your show, so now it's going to become a trend, pal. It's ridiculous, man. Even though you've All been right, well, there. Listen. You've been there and you still don't understand. And see, there you go, once again. And you, one, I have been there, and I gave you props for hooking me up. I, I sent you wine from there. No, I, I know. I sent you uh, chocolates from there. Did you step so in any needles and poop, by the way, brother. while you were there? Did you dodge the needles and poop in, uh, in Union Square? Tony, that's what I was, I was shocked about. When I was there, what was it? It would be, it'll be two years ago this May, I think, or June, something like that. And when it must have just taken a sharp turn to hell after I left because... I remember, like, people talking about, you know, you even asked me, were there a lot of people, oh, like, laying out in front of the yeah. Angelica Hotel and people on the street? Tony, I didn't see any of that stuff. It was crazy because I was like, what are you talking about? And then, like, I come home four months later, they're talking about shit on the streets, trash on the streets, bums on the streets. I mean, I don't know if there was, like, a, a No, it's been happening for a while. Again, I, I love San Francisco. You knew that. It's one of my favorite oh, places yeah, on Earth. Friends. It was nice. But unfortunately, you know, and, and now they just elected a DA... That doesn't want any. You can pee on the street. You could uh, rob things as long as it's not over nine hundred and fifty dollars. I mean, they're basically <laughs> allowing criminals to take over their streets in San Francisco. And it's sad. This isn't a political right wing, left wing thing. When you and they elected a mayor who makes our mayor here, our, our DA, who makes our mayor, our DA, Larry Krasner, look like a choir boy. This guy is. This guy is allowing. You look at his. You look at what he wants to do in San Francisco. And if you live in San Francisco. You've got to be scratching your head and saying, what the hell is going on out here? I get they're progressive, and I get they, they, they start a lot of trends. But this trend of DAs who basically don't have any regard for law and order is really the, the – this is to me is the degradation of the system that we've enjoyed here, the system of freedom in America. It's now worse than the 60s when we had free love. At least those people cleaned up. Wow. Now we got peeing on the streets, pooping on the streets. Some guy threw a, a bowl of diarrhea in Los oh. Angeles on a woman's head yesterday. Did you see that? Yeah. I just wish, I wish we could just have one of those um, earthquakes. Uh, I love the earthquake. Separate. The Zen, the, the earthquake Zen, the... Uh, <laughs> The gluttony you mean on. You, it's like the the San Andreas Fault would no, cause no, it to, see, Dan, that's, that's, to separate? That's just ridiculous. So I, California would be an right island? Right along the line of Oregon, Nevada, Arizona, and Mexico, that, the earthquake could just cut that state right off, and it could float over towards Hawaii and make America a better place. Well, those pe- there's good people there. There's there good are. people in California. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the problem Tony, is it, it's it's not it's not necessarily the people it's it's government right now that's exactly. just making horrible horrible decisions. It's just, yeah, yeah, but Tony, I mean, Robert, the people elected these clowns, which I just don't understand. I thought I the people, people in Philly were clueless when it comes to voting, but I don't I don't know. I said <laughs> right. this to Robin last night. Her mom lives out there. There's a family out there. She grew up out there, and at the times she's been here, 
And I'm like, how are these people allowing these people to get into office? Well, the, this this particular person who got voted in uh, for for the DA, I don't I, even my even there's nobody I know that would have voted for him. So I'm like, how in the world did he get in? Apparently, even like the the muckety mucks, the Gavin Newsom's and all the other people with power in California. They didn't support like, this guy. Yeah. They didn't even support office. this guy. He's too extreme for them. When you're too extreme like, for Gavin Newsom. It's, it's amazing <laughs> how whacked out America has become. It's just insane. You know what it is. These people are bananas. It's an outrage. It is an outrage. Well, Dean. It is an outrage. Hopefully we'll be seeing you uh, when we come down there in uh, January, February for the Super Bowl and then staying over for the, um, the parade in Tampa. Well, Robin, I, I, my door might be open to you, but Tony not getting me two tickets down low. And, and listen, if you want to come up here, seriously, color. it's it's what, Tuesday? Go look at a flight. You come up here, and I'll get you into the game. How about that? Unfortunately, Tony can't go because he's going to No, committed. I mean, I may go over there with him, sit with him a little while, razz him, you know, jump up and down what when is, Tom what, Brady's what is, getting what sacked. Tony, what does Tony have to do that he can't take three hours out of his day to go to an Eagles game? I'll go. I'm going to call my boy uh, Joe Krause right now. You and I will go to the Pat Patriots game. You wear a Tom Brady jersey. I'll wear a Carson Wentz jersey. And I will ridicule and take on any Patriot fan in the stadium. And I will take them down like I've taken down Dallas Cowboy fans and other miscreants <laughs> who come into my house and think they're going to talk shit when you come there to Mr. Monday Night's house, Bo. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Monday Night's house. <laughs> I think Tom Brady is like what, what's his record against the Eagles? Probably like four and two, five and one. I mean, he's just pretty. Has the Eagles pretty good teams I mean, he's Eagles. already he's already complaining, not complaining. Somebody asked him up in Boston about the Eagles beating them in the Super Bowl, and he says it still bugs him. So he still got that in his there mind. There you go. He's, and I said last go. night, That's the Eagles the should more, wear all the more fuel. Yeah, the Eagles should wear their Super Bowl jerseys. They should have the Super Bowl patches. They should have the Super Bowl banners all over the stadium to remind the New England Patriots that you're coming into our house. That Tom Brady, as great as he is, you don't come into this place and find a way to beat the the Philadelphia Eagles. The Patriots wear their Super Bowl jerseys for when they beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl? No, Adam Benatari wore those, but now he's in Indianapolis after winning three of those Super Bowls for Tom Brady. Oh, please. You know All what? I Actually, know you know what? I should, you know what I'll wear, which is even more scary? I'll wear my Nick Foles jersey. Oh, there you go. If everybody wore a <laughs> Nick Foles jersey, that's a great, that's a great uh, comment there by Ochi568. Everybody in the building wears a Nick Foles jersey, and then Tom Brady comes out. And his it's sphincter a, it's muscle tightens. He will immediately <laughs> see his sphincter muscle tightening on live TV. I've been a pro Nick Foles guy from day one. I said he should have never been traded. There's just something about when he is on the field and running that offense and running that team. I'm not saying Carson Wentz isn't a good quarterback. He's but, a great quarterback. You know, when you talk about horses for courses and schemes and and you know systems and all that, and for some reason. I mean, Foles' record after, like, 2000, the first couple years he was there wasn't good. But if you take his last four years as an Eagle, his record is something like 20 and 4. You're wrong, Dean. He he hasn't started. I love Nick Foles. Nick Foles was in the right place at the right time. You know, he's 
he did a good job. He, he took he took over a team that was 11-2, and two and he finished the job. And he'll always be remembered as the guy who won a Super Bowl. But don't give me this crap about Nick Foles would be better at, than Carson Wentz. We don't even know how he's going to do in Jacksonville. He's going to start. He's, they're bringing him back. I'm just saying, Tony, in the Eagles system and the way they run things and the way they play, I think Nick Foles is better suited than, than Wentz. Totally disagree with you. Totally disagree, think, Dean. And not only that, it's a, it's a mindset of a, of a player, just like anything. When you're confident about something or you're, you know, you have to dig down a little harder. When Wentz is on the field, I don't think the players think they have to. You're absolutely wrong, hard. man. Y'all get out of here, man. You're we'll talk off the air, get Dean. Off my, get you're off a, my phone. You're a real crumb bum. You're a crumb creep coward. You are a lush. I can tell by looking at you. Give <laughs> me that crap. Nobody loves Nick Foles more than I do, except maybe his wife and his uh, pastor. But I'm telling you right now. <laughs> hey. And his children. Well, we'll, we'll figure that out. Oh. Ridiculous, man. Yeah. Mikey misses hair plug says, I'm bringing a huge poster of Giselle and Leonardo DiCaprio that's going to say, hey, Tom, how does Leo's ass taste? I don't know if they'll allow that in the building. It's ridiculous, man. Giselle is hot, though. I mean, Tom Brady has the perfect life. Tom Brady, if you wanted to have a perfect life and you'd say, I want to be that guy someday, Tom Brady. That's the guy I want to be. Perfect life, perfect wife. Everything's perfect for Tom Brady. Yeah, pretty much. Perfect I want, diet. I want to be Tom Brady. Hell. Shit. <laughs> I'd do Tom Brady if I you know, went there. But I, you know, I met Tom Brady a long time ago Giselle. before he was the greatest <laughs> of all time. He was always nice to me. His family's nice to me. Mm-hmm. So Tom Brady's – I get that the, uh, the teams, that the AFC teams that he's – taken down over the years hate him it's impossible to hate tom brady he whines every once in a while but who doesn't what quarterback doesn't whine and cry tom brady's the greatest of all carson time. wentz i don't carson think doesn't ever, cry he doesn't I've whine never, i've never heard him whine or cry or anything so that's the bottom line i respect greatness i'm not like all of these punks who are, play the okay boomer card by the way all you people on twitter who just keep doing this okay boomer thing? You think that makes you cool? You think it makes people say, hey, how about that? He called that guy a boomer. How about that guy, bro? How about that? How about that guy playing Fortnite in the basement with all of his other buddies? He called Bruno a boomer, man. Boy, what a takedown. Boy, he oh, he wrecked Tony Bruno. He wrecked him. And then they'd send all of their other little minion friends to come after me. And they all have, like, avatars of, like, video game characters. And they have, like, two followers. And they're coming after me to call me a boomer. Hey, Tony. Yes, I'm sorry. Robert. Let's go to, we have somebody here who wants to talk about the disaster of the, sh- the game. What game? What game was a disaster? Let's find out from Blind Mike. Blind Mike, how are you, pal? What's up, bro? How you doing? What game was a disaster? The disaster that happened uh, on Saturday out in Minnesota with Penn State. Well, that wasn't uh, a disaster. You got to give give Minnesota credit, man. I mean, they played. They outplayed them. They did, and I wanted to bring. Well, that the thing that was a disaster. I mean, well, I'm a Penn State guy, so 
But I, I wanted to bring it up was the thing I was really impressed with them about was uh, they had this, now the way that the Penn State uh, radio feed was uh, Steve Jones and those guys, they had an offensive line set, uh, Minnesota did, had an offensive line set up um, where there was a six-man, I guess it was a, a six-man front. Now, I don't know if you watched the whole game or maybe part of it, but did they actually, did they have an extra tight end? Was there something that Penn State couldn't adjust to? Because every time they ran that set, you know, there was a deep bomb, and then eventually... Well, I'm not a Franklin time. hater. You know what happens with Penn State fans? You know, they're, we're winning, we're winning, we're the greatest, we're the best team in the Big Ten, we're going to play for the national championship, and then they play a game sure. like that and get outplayed, and then all of a sudden they hate Franklin. Oh, Franklin's a terrible coach, great recruiter, terrible coach. And that's what you do. It's the same thing that happens with the Eagles fans. Carson Wentz throws a couple of balls, a couple of bad balls that are uncatchable. Oh, Nick Foles is better. That ball. Have you watched quarterback play in the NFL around the league? There are guys missing guys all the time. Did you watch? And, of course, obviously, Mike, you were not watching, but you're listening to it. So I'm, I'm talking generic, right. figuratively speaking, sure. that quarterbacks, Jameis Winston was overthrowing guys by 10 yards who were wide open. So it's not just Carson yeah. Wentz who overthrows players. You know, Garoppolo last night made a couple of horrific throws, two of them that should have been intercepted when he was and driving his team down yeah. to try to get the winning field goal. So all quarterbacks yeah. under pressure will find a way to make a bad throw. And you put pressure on a quarterback. Jadavian Clowney last night was absolutely wrecking the entire game plan. Now, Garoppolo's good, yeah. but in, 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 in under pressure – you're seeing now, if you're a Niner fan, that he's good, but is he good enough to win the whole thing if he's missing a couple of pieces, like Kittle you know, and his kicker, Robbie Gold? He may be. They may win the Super Bowl. Bottom line is, last night, when you're looking at a guy under a microscope on national television, Jimmy Garoppolo did not look confident at crunch time. Does that mean he's not good? No, that means he's going to learn and get better every time he plays. Sure, and that's the same thing with uh, <clears throat> if we keep press. That's what's going to happen this week. I'm hoping, hopefully, with Tom Brady, if we can send, uh, if we ha- we have to send the pressure up the a gap. I'm telling you, that's the way to go. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We were talking. John McMullen and I were talking about it, and Colin Thompson last night already previewing the Eagle game on on, on Monday night. And you, one thing yeah. you can't do against Brady, you can't send the ends around and try to go all nope. the way around because Brady will step right up and dink oh. and dunk and burn you. The only way you yeah. get to Tom Brady is right up the middle. You've got to be able to come straight at him so he has nowhere to go. Because Brady's not good. Nope. Most quarterbacks aren't going to be able to back up. Brady is great if you circle the wagons and then force him to step up in the pocket and he has an opening, he's going to pick you apart no matter who you are. But if the Eagles and obviously Jim Schwartz, their game plan, they know what Tom Brady's uh, tendencies are. They know what he does. He's unbelievable. But if they get pressure up the middle – they will beat the New England. And, and the line's only three and a half. So it's not like the Patriots are coming in here as heavy favorites. They're slight favorites over yeah. the Eagles. They should be. But should, that, yeah. that means that the people, the voting public, the betting public, doesn't think that the Patriots are going to come in here and rout the Eagles. The Eagles have a chance, just like Seattle last night. You know, Seattle's getting six points. I thought that was too many points because everybody thought the Niners were going to blow them out of the stadium. And they didn't because Seattle's a good team and, and they know how to play under pressure. Brady knows how to play under yeah. pressure, but the Eagles, you know, they're, they're one of the best teams in the end. Their, their defense is 10th in the league. Everybody talks about the secondary. Nobody runs on this team. 
And so I don't nope. think that – I think the Eagles, the fan base here goes crazy every week when a guy doesn't make a tackle. But when you look at consistency, this Eagle defense is still one of the best against the run in the National Football League. Tony. Yes. Uh, I have breaking news. We have breaking news? Yes. Uh-oh. It sounds so, like you really do because you sound like really – I'm excited. This is breaking so news? So, Dean uh, – Dean. Uh, Blind Mike, <laughs> we're, I'm going to let you go for this breaking news, okay? Great. Good stuff. We'll talk to you on yeah. Friday Thank night. You. We'll talk to you on Friday yeah, night. Okay. There he is, Blind Mike up there in the uh, cold depths of Love the him. Susquehanna Valley or Stroudsburg. What uh, do we have, Robin? We have breaking news. Family, Nicole, your niece, Nicole, is pregnant. No! Yes! No! Who's the father? <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is huge news. I am not the father. No, Nicole, of course, my sister, Gina, my middle sister, Gina, my younger sister, not middle, I'm the, uh, I'm the middle child. My younger sister, Gina, her one daughter, Christina, has a baby, little baby girl who's absolutely adorable. She's adorable. And now, uh, wait a minute, they already have the, oh, did they have the last name? Right. I mean, how do you welcome a baby when you don't even know that the baby's, what the baby is doing yet? So, uh, Nicole, they're going to be parents. Awesome. Congratulations. It's a great job. Who do we have on the line now, Robin? Do we have Nicole on the line? No, no. It's other family. Hello. Oh, hey, man. How you doing? Is this Luigi? Yeah, man, it's me. By the way, I got to rip Keith Olbermann, my great friend. You notice Keith Olbermann's trying to look like me except he's got hair? He's got the yeah, Bruno. Yeah, I've noticed that. I've noticed that. I got to give him one of these, man. I got to give him one of these. Although he looks good with the goat. I called immediately when the breaking news broke to, to alert you that I am not the father. Oh, look, right look, there. Well, this is more breaking news, ladies and I am not the father. But congratulations, man. Mazel tov all around. You know what I mean? Well, you know, my, uh, my daughter-in-law, my son AJ and his daughter are expecting again. They went through a yeah, tough time at the beginning of this year, losing their child. And now, uh, you know, every week we get an update and things are looking good. We saw a sonogram the other day. And it's there will be not a be a, 2020, Tony. There's going to be a bounty, baby. Not bounty bold. We leave that to New Orleans. But uh, no and, and my son and daughter-in-law, AJ and Sarah, they already know the gender because they don't play any of that gender reveal bullshit. Speaking oh, of gender God, reveal, we have a gender reveal update, which might be. Now Luigi will like this gender reveal. This one. This one's actually kind of. By the kinda... way, when's Falcon Fantasy come? Isn't fantasy season over now? No, Falcon Fantasy is going live tonight, seven o'clock, brother. Oh, beautiful. But, I mean, aren't we at the end of the fantasy season? No, we are, we, we are at week 10. We are approaching the fantasy playoffs, which start right around week 14. Week 13 normally ends it. Playoffs? Getting down to the nitty-gritty, Tony. Let's pick it down to the nitty-gritty. Did you follow Mr. Monday Night last night and jump all over the Seattle Seahawks? I did not, I did not place a wager because uh, the Atlanta Falcons destroyed my entire bankroll. By beating the uh, New Orleans Saints, they destroyed this a lot of bankrolls. Is well. what Dean wants to talk to you about. <laughs> I mean, look no, 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 no. Oh, see, see, that's the thing. It's only a problem when you're losing. When you're winning, everyone loves. Exactly. You, right? Listen, so, the, the bookies, the bookies made bank this weekend. You had Seattle. Let me just run this down. Monday Night Football. Seattle six point dogs win outright. 
Sunday night football. Minnesota Vikings, three-point dogs on the road, outright winners. Pittsburgh and the Rams. And Pittsburgh. Rams, three-and-a-half-point favorites, outright losers. Miami, ten-and-a-half-point dogs at Indianapolis. Miami, outright winners. And so last night I'm saying, listen, and these are two good teams. You know, Miami's not a good team. They're just playing better. Pittsburgh's defense is great. Minnesota, you know, stopped the run. And Seattle has Russell Wilson. So there's reasons why underdogs cover and win games outright as straight-up underdog winners. I like Minnesota and Seattle. I I picked Minnesota to win the North. I got money on Minnesota to win the North before the season started. Problem was that I took, again, I had a good week. I rolled it up, plus over two grand. I took the white meat, you know, the winnings, which you're supposed to do, the winnings, right? I pushed the winnings. Money line on the Saints coming off a bye at home against the one and seven Falcons. Yep. I put a money line. I placed like two grand to win like five hundred. Something like that. And they lost. They got their asses because their doors blown off. I it happens. But guess what though? It's house money. It was house money. I know. I'm busting your chops, man. I know. But uh, Thursday, Mister Thursday night, will be back in action. <laughs> and uh, by the way, Funkin' Fantasy tonight, seven o'clock. Where are you doing it from? Is it is it going to be canceled or, or delayed because of the weather? No, we are li- no, 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 you know, Tony, nothing stops the dumpster. You know that, buddy. We're uh, we're live at Moonshine, seven p.m. though. Live at Moonshine tonight, Funkin' Fantasy, with Luigi and the entire organization, breaking right. it down. Now, uh, how many fantasy points did Russell Wilson get you last night? Twenty-five point three. Oh, you had Russell Wilson last night, huh? I have Russell. I have Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson. Why didn't you have Lamar Jackson? Why don't you have Lamar Jackson? Because someone drafted him right before I had a chance to. Ridiculous, man. It happens, man. It happens. I I just wanted to call in, say I'm not the father, say what's up, and, uh, you know, congratulations all around. Thank you, man. I'm uh, going to be a grandpa for the first time, and I'm going to be a great great uncle. But I've been a great uncle for a long time. Right. And you've been a great friend, too. I've been uh, pretty much great in everything. (laughs) And sucky in many other things. Not everything. See, I didn't say I've been great at everything. Well, speaking of babies, let's go to... um, Did you see this gender reveal, Luigi? This is the greatest. Normally, we rip gender reveals, and in this case... This like gender the douchebag re- with the airplane yes. with 250 gallons case, of pink water that flew over revealed. and it crashed. Can I finish the, the no. part about the last one we did? I was trying to say something because it was actually funny, Tony. And you interrupted me in this particular sorry, case. So shut your mouth and know your role, damn it. Damn it. I was going to say, normally we rip gender reveals. <laughs> but in this case, this gender reveal rips one. But I wasn't All going right. to say, I wasn't going to talk about the one we're playing. I was just giving a recent example of why we hate them. And which you could was have the, waited until which, I finished. No, because I, <laughs> I, you still had time to set this one up. I was just trying Stop to recap. The hammer. You understand how it works, Robin? You understand Sometimes how this works? It is 91 Sixers. What Sometimes. Don't you understand. When I'm trying to set up a, a story, then yes. Hey, D, uh, Luigi, Shame. whoever's on the. Shame. I'm here. We'll Shame. talk later, okay? Okay, bye. Bye. Damn you, Robin. I know. I'm the, I'm the quintessential setup man. I'm the best setup man in the history of, of radio. Yes, except for, like, I had the perfect thing, and then you ruined it. Yeah, yeah, no, because I didn't blow the line. 
You gave it away before it was time to bring it on. You got to let this breathe. You got to set it up. I was setting it up, but you wanted to get to the close. That's not how it works. You got to set it up before you deliver it. All right. Now. Go for it, Tony. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to a gender reveal update. And Miss Robin. Yeah, like I said, normally we rip them, but in this particular case, and I'll let it speak for itself. It's a video daily double, though. So if you don't, if you're just listening to this, you won't ex- experience the. And you full, have to watch closely. Yeah, yeah, you won't experience experience the full greatness of this particular gender reveal. It's a must see video. And now Miss Robin with the latest gender reveal, and it's a bunch of chicks, so it's not like yeah. guys. It's all women only. And you can't see anything. Nefarious. Pay close attention to the semi-naked lady laying on the floor. Did everybody catch that? Yes, it was a woman laying down with no pants on. It was she wasn't completely naked. There was nothing that you know. <laughs> and then her gender reveal was her passing gas and pink. Yeah, no, blue. Oh, was it blue? It, it looked blue. like it was pink. No, it was blue. Can I see it one more time? Oh, Robin? Tony, that how was did blue. You that wasn't blue. That yes, was pink. It's totally blue. It's like the sweater. Is this sweater pink or blue? God, Tony, how did you know? I thought it was miss- pink. What Let is me wrong watch it again. You? Can we zoom in? Oh, it was. It was blue. That is totally blue. That's that's amazing talent to be able to fart on command. Yeah, and I actually I I was trying to think of how how that would like you that would mean that you would have to uh put some blue baby powder type thing would would you have to insert it slightly I, up your what? butt? I, I no, I am an anal expert. I mean, I have I know. trust me, I know more about the rectum than pretty much uh, most gynecologists. Or would you would you just or not like, gynecologists, put a little uh, bit of powder right at the opening so that when you pass gas how do it, I know, it, Robin? It just goes poof. The only time I ever tried anything is I tried to do a cigarette lighter after eating a couple of burritos to see if you know the gas would explode out, and it does work. If you have enough methane inside your body and you can fart with a cigarette lighter, it will shoot out flames. Really? Yes. You did this? No, I didn't do it, but I've seen a lot of videos with okay. it. Okay. You think I, was I would put say. a lighter near my ass? <laughs> I was going to say, I'm, uh, I, I can't imagine you trying something that stupid because it does work. You should I've get the it. woman who farted on and, and so other people who want to try this to learn. Although I think it could be fake, too. I think it could be something that, you know, has like one of those little things you squeeze oh, and then the yeah, air comes yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she Maybe really she has really fart. She has strong thighs. And so it was probably one of those little, um, they used to have those things that you could blow for, for your typewriters. and, and Yeah, you, it, it has, it's like a little ball that you squeeze. Ball. Like a turkey baster. Yeah, yeah, but a And then you thing. put, and you put and powder in it. she has really strong, she looks like she has strong thighs. And you put some powder in it and then you just squeeze it in yeah. between your eyes. So I, I'm, calling, oh, okay. I'm calling bullshit on this video. I'm saying that this is fake you news. Know, it was because everybody wants to be viral, right? And again, I'm a journalist, so I'm looking at this. I'm laughing at it because I think it's very well done and clever. Yes. Better than a guy running an airplane flying over and throwing 250 gallons of pink-flavored water, pink-colored water over a field and then crashing the plane. Luckily, no one was injured. But this is clever because you could tell the chicks. It was all set up because You're as right. soon as she farts and it's a blue fart, 
the camera immediately smoothly zooms. It's not like one of those uh, Blair Witch kind of videos where it's like shaking all over the place. It's just too smooth of a move. Not her fart. That was a smooth move. It's too fake. I'm. You know what? I think you're right. I think it has to be one of those things where she has it in between her legs. Yeah. And she's. And then there's somebody under the table. No, no, no. I think she, because she's on the floor. Oh, she's on the floor. Yeah, she's on the. Can floor. I watch it one more time just to? Shit. I want a Zapruder film this, Robin. Hold on. I want to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> Ninety-one six. You believe the fake bowling robot CGI video, but not this fart. Back into the okay. left. I'm just no no audio. I'm just gonna. I want to see it again. Like okay, so we'll just let it run. Why are the chicks all like in nightgowns? See see how she clenches. I think she's clenching her thighs. I think you are right. Where are both hands visible? Both hands are visible. No, she's got one hand in her hair. Yeah. And I think that's where she has the device where she squeezes no, it. No, I don't think so. Yeah, she squeezes the device. No, and because it comes she pulls out. her hand down and you you could see that there's nothing else in it. It was think. it was well done. It was very well very done. Very well but done. I think I think. I even I I know exactly what she was probably using because you have those little those little devices. Now, if you're looking, if you're listening close, was there a second farter in the other side? Of, how do you know that? Just like the grassy knoll, if there was a second farter, you know, like they were worried about whether there was a second no, shooter. No, no second farter. But she did. She had something in between her legs. No doubt about it. We should get her on and do a full-scale investigation. <laughs> Have her reenact We'll go undercover and see if she can fart on command. Now, because some people can fart on command. Yeah. But it's hard. I, I've never how been do you, that What happens if you plan that? I mean, how would the other chicks? Uh, it just doesn't, this doesn't just, this doesn't pass the smell test, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, where's, where's your ba-dum bump? You need the, the, there you go. What happens if she sharded and it came out brown? Then what would the baby be? What happened if it was a big, wet fart? That would have been a... And you had the brown and the blue. What the brown and what? blue color? What color does that make? So you have the blue powder Aubergine? in the... Then the kid would be what? If you... Because I'm not good. I used to be good with palettes where you can mix colors uh-huh. and you know the, the you know the basic colors. Brown and blue. What are they, what are they called? Aubergine. The... Purplish. I don't know. Alizarin crimson. Uh, thalo blue. What color would brown and blue make, Robin? Brown and blue would make like a purpley kind of thing, I think. No, sort I give like a listen. If it's if it's not if it's fake, it's brilliantly executed. Yes. If it's not fake, it's brilliantly executed. <laughs> Either way, it was brilliant, and it's uh, very inventive. The child would be a Clarky Bob, a purple people eater, a Minnesota Viking fan. That's who it would be. It would be a baby that comes out with the Viking well, horns red, on. Red and blue make purple, but blue and, and brown, brown, I think, make aubergine. Aubergine? Yes, aubergine. Wasn't Look that a Beatles song? Aubergine, aubergine. <laughs> <laughs> aubergine is kind of an eggplanty color. Cobalt? No, we got to no. do that. I need to get. I need to bring down my oils and my uh, acrylics. You need to bring out a palette. I need to get my Bob Ross art set up and do a painting and do puffy clouds. Because I noticed on the Bob Ross channel on Twitch, uh-huh. there's always at least 2,000 people watching Bob Ross clips from some of his greatest works. His son runs the channel, Bob Ross's son. 
is making gazillions of dollars running old shows of Bob Ross from the PBS shows where he would make the puffy clouds. You got to have some happy trees here. I'm going to look it up. I'm looking up right now. What color does brown and blue make? Oh, now, hey, she would do actually, this is a great little palette. Hold so we on. have a palette update, ladies and gentlemen. See, this is this isn't Brian Stelter on CNN who's trying to figure out, you know, how many times uh, somebody lied or or uh, or whether Dancing with the Stars results were unsatisfactory to him. This is real. This is what journalism is for all you young people out there who want to become reporters, cub reporters, journalists. This is investigative reporting. Well, here you, you know, other people just watch a video and laugh and don't even think about it. I'm going next level. It's not just about a farting video. Everybody laughs at farts. I don't know why. They're not really know. funny. But, Tony, if you, yeah. if you look. Um, oh, on there's the, the palette. So these are blue mixed with white. It makes you, the more white you mix, it goes lighter and lighter. Mm -hmm. And pink shows you, black shows you. And then brown, it just makes a different color blue. So blue with brown. What, what, where's the blue and brown? Is that the very bottom? The very bottom. So it's blue plus brown, and that's a good poop brown. That's a pretty yeah. generic poop brown, and that makes a... Uh, it kind of makes a sort of a grayish blue. A poop blue. I don't know. Navy blue? No, because that would be, that would be black and blue makes navy blue. This is silly. No, it's not. This is science. Look behind you, Tony. Bill Nye, the science guy, would be masturbating right now at this kind of breakdown segment. Oh, there it is right there. What's the difference? So you add white and it gets lighter? Yeah, if you add, the more white you add, obviously the lighter it gets. If you add pink, the lighter it gets and it gets sort of a, it has a little pinkish hue. I'm going to say Lavender. that's, uh, they don't describe the color there. That's that's yeah. a dark blue. That's not purple. That's not, I, I, that's not even close to purple. No, I was thinking aubergine, sort of like a brownish purpley. But what if I snatch, uh, scratch, and snitch, sniff it here? Does it smell? <laughs> the scratch and sniff doesn't work on our screen. We need no. scratch and sniff television. Smell a vision. Smell a vision. Remember the movies where they used to have smell a vision, and they would like when you go like puff. in Disney, you, they still have yeah, it. You, Speaking you, of Disney, we have a Disney boy. I'll tell you, we're gonna talk about transitions later. This is professional, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. In case you haven't missed it, every trend on Twitter today is Disney, Disney Plus, and I love it because I'm a stockholder. And while I, a lot of things that Disney does I don't agree with, I want that stock. I want you to go out, buy Disney stock, buy hundreds of millions of shares so that Tony Bruno can retire safely in a warm climate with aquamarine water that I can safely dive into and snorkel each and every day. And set up a live cam so that I could keep in touch with you every single day. Because that's how much I care about the Bruno Nation Live program. And in fact, when we do go to the aquamarine waters where the temperature is perfect every day, I believe we should have a constant Twitch channel up 24-7. Sort of like they do at the Soggy Dollar Bar in Jost van Dijk in the British Virgin Islands. Because you always want to chop, you know, log, log on and see what's going on. Yes. Webcams are great, Robin. But ladies and gentlemen, Disney Plus started today. And for those of you who have somehow been living under yeah. a rock and haven't heard about it, it is the new Disney uh, uh, channel. 
No, Disney streaming site. Yes, it's a stream. It's not right. on TV. You, it's on, so it's, it's like an a Netflix. Based, it's an internet based. It's just like Hulu. ABC had one. ABC Plus. ESPN has ESPN Go. But those are apps. This is an actual pay for service. Like a, they, like a Netflix. Netflix. Except a, Netflix has nothing HBO but. Enough, Netflix or... is the biggest waste of $18 a month. It is unmitigated garbage. I turn it on and look for. I can't find one thing on Netflix. Not one single show that I have any desire to even think about watching. It is the worst I operation watch tons ever. Of stuff on there. You watch the garbage. Netflix is garbage. Right next to Spotify on my crap list is Netflix, and I don't know why I'm paying for it. Robin subscribes to it, and I got to pay for it. I love Netflix. There's I hate Netflix with a passion. Tony, I hate a lot it really. of things you hate. No, I hate Netflix more than any. I don't hate <laughs> Disney Plus. You know why I love Disney Plus, even why though I that, won't Tony? subscribe, and I'm a Disney stockholder and a former staff, I mean, a former cast member for many, well, I mean, many years. I think it would be Disney. It would be for you know for kids more more so than adults. It's just Disney content, so they're going to not just put yeah. their own content on there. And why not? Disney owns the content. You want to put your content on your channel, D- right? Dean? Disney stock price one thirty eight sixty a share. I know my stinking fidelity son of a bitch guy. Ten years ago, when I had all these thousands of shares at Disney, and it was hovering at twenty five cents, twenty five dollars a share, which I bought into as part of a company thing, told me to get rid of my Disney stock. I still have some shares. I could retire right now and have Bernie Sanders calling me and calling me a dirty names every day with the amount of Disney stock I had. So Fidelity Investments, you have some really stupid people in your organization. Well, why did you listen to him? Because I pay him to give me tips. Anyway, back to Disney. So Disney Disney Plus. And I think it's about time that Disney gets rid of these stereotypes about every one of their princesses has to be perfect. Every single Disney character has to be sanitized. Everything's got to be perfect. Happy endings, beautiful women. Disney Plus, ladies and gentlemen, we have a preview. For those of you who have yet to go and order Disney Plus, here's some of the kind of content that you can expect on the new and improved Disney Plus channel. Robin, put it up there. This is a sneak peek. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Disney Plus Featuring plus-size Disney hey, princesses. BBW's Need Lovin' 2. Need Lovin' 2. It's about damn time. You know, a lot of those Disney princesses, they were anorexic. They sent the wrong message. Exactly. They had, uh, you know, they probably, those Disney princesses probably had disorders. I agree. Which allowed them to stay I mean, emaciated. If you, wicked, if you have wicked stepmothers, you are going to have some issues. Exactly. And they were all, let's be honest... A lot of those Disney princesses were pretty warped. I mean, kissing beasts, turning them into princes, eating apples. Frogs. Frogs. Frogs' legs. And now these two lovely Disney princesses, ladies and gentlemen, when you tune in, look for the new Cinderella. And who's the other Disney princess there pictured, Robin? Snow White. Snow White and Cinderella. Lane Bryant edition. Because big girls need loving, too. Slump Busters on Disney Plus. So if you've been looking for Slump Busters on television and you tune into Netflix and it's all the same garbage, Disney Plus for the plus size ladies. It's about time they get some loving too.
Mikey misses airplugs. Thank God. I was getting tired of jerking off to Ariel and Bell. Bring in some new meat. <laughs> my little pretties. One of my favorite. I, I always, I will never, ever, ever forget uh, a a guy when I was I was traveling in Spain, and um, I was always much taller, larger, and I said something about a friend that was with me who was really, really skinny. And he goes, oh, no, no. The, the bone is for the dog. The meat is for the man. Exactly. It's like, oh, I, exactly. I love you. Thank you. Exactly right. Excuse me while I whip And the other good thing is that new Snow White, all seven dwarves can conveniently fit right under that dress. There won't be any problems hiding them. I mean, they can hide the salami up there, too, and all the provisions and that big mortadella. Did you see that uh, b- the big story with this? Uh, yes. This the, gi- the, the largest mortadella the in largest, the United States? I don't even like mortadella no. as an Italian. I don't even know why anybody would make a gigantic mortadella. I don't even like looking at mortadella. And they're making these sandwiches off this big thing, slicing gigantic. Even the guy at Arby's is saying, we don't have that meat. I'm sorry. I'm, I know I'm supposed to like this stuff because I'm Italian. I was never a big mortadella, gudegin, gabagol, any of that stuff. Salami. Salami. It has too much, like, white shit in it. And you know white shit's bad. All those things are gelatinous things. Even the crap that you eat, those, those uh, brats, not just brats, but those bratswagers, those German sausages. Braunschweiger. That has all, like, the gristle and the fat. And all that white stuff is just fat. And it's got artificial flavorings in it, right? Uh, no. You know, here, here's a guy who eats Scrapple. Yes, you're saying. <laughs> I'm eating Scrapple. And you're like <laughs> and commenting I'm on. And So here, this is, this is the largest mortadel in the United States at 660 pounds. Dude. That's how, we have a mortadel update. <laughs> so there it is, We went folks. from Disney Plus. So how big is that mortadella? Um, let's see. Six hundred and fifty pounds. Six hundred and fifty pounds. Will they be showing that on Disney Plus? Will the new Disney BBW princesses be consuming an entire mortadella on one of the upcoming episodes? And uh, now this was a charcuterie <laughs> specialist arrived from Italy to slice the Veroni giant mortadella at the IDDBA show. Now where was this? Where was this displayed? Where did they whip that baby out? IDDBA show? I have no Not idea. Not the IDDBBW show. Let me see what that stands for. Hold on, so I'm going to take this off. That's stupid. It's not stupid. People like mortadella. Um, the Italian salumi mm-hmm. producers. Where did they go? They took the largest 100% made in Italy mortadella to the United States. Uh, 661 pounds. It is six. Point four feet long and 18 inches in diameter. Well, that's a thing. you got to be thick. If you're going to go that thick. long, you better be thick, too. Um, it was... Oh, here it is. It was actually... It went to Orlando, and it was exhibited and tasted at the International International Dairy Deli Bakery Association. Oh, that's what the... All right, what are the uh, what's the acronym again? The International... IDDBA. ID International... D- uh, Dairy Deli Bakery Association. 
Dairy Deli. Did Johnny Doc run that union too? <laughs> I gotta check. <laughs> Damn. Now kielbasa. See, I didn't even like kielbasa. You know, I grew up. My my ex wife was Polish. I love some Polish food, but kielbasa it just smells bad. It doesn't even smell good. No, I don't like it either. But any of that kind of congealed meat that they put in, you know, they 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 except pork roll. Pork roll's good. See, you make no sense, Tony. Actually, I mean, so I'm sorry, but you really don't make any sense because you eat pork roll, pork roll and you eat scrapple. scrapple, both of which have a lot of crap in it and mystery meat, and yet you turn your nose up at other stuff that's probably made with better meat. No, you're right. It's it's a, it's a, it's a it's not a hypocrisy. It's just a if it doesn't look good, you know. I know our buddy uh, on Bizarre Foods, Andrew Zimmern, says if it looks good, eat it. If it doesn't look good. Don't eat it. But Scrapple doesn't exactly look good. It, it doesn't look like anything. It looks like a patty of a, of, of uh, cornmeal. Exactly. But then when you get that nice sear on it, and then you turn it around, you get a sear here and a sear on the other side, and then the creaminess on the inside. I bet you you would like you would like all those things that you don't like, mortadella and all those. If you put a sear on it, all of a sudden you'd like it. It's like everything. You cook it, you like it. But no, when I see... Like some of these prosciutto is so fantastic. No, I'm, I, I like prosciutto. I don't like it cold. I'll put it on a pizza or something. You know, with the arugula on a nice pizza, yeah. you make a nice hot oven, coal fired or wood fired mm. oven pizza thin. You put it in there. It only takes like twenty five seconds, and that baby's bubbling. And then you slide that thing out of there. Bam! That's why I like uh, prosciutto. But the thing about these congealed rolls that you see in the dairy counter, you know, it's got like a combination of it looks like. Uh, Puss in there, and then it looks like oh, Tony. Then it looks like oh. the, it, it just it just doesn't look. I good. apologize to anybody. I know that's they pour right it now. in these big bags and then they let it congeal. But when you look at the side of that thing, who has decided that? Hey, you know that really looks good right there. I don't know what all that shit is in there. All that the white stuff and the yellow stuff and the snot-looking stuff. But I think that would taste good. Slice me off a piece of that, baby. Slice me off one of those pieces. Tony, we have one last update. <laughs> well, actually, we have two, but we might not get to the other one. Why not? It's only 3.34, Rob. We're giving you the full three-hour ex- exhibition today. So we have talked about this before. Wow. I don't know. I think maybe two or three times where we had updates. Sonic the Hedgehog. Wait a minute. Another Sonic the Hedgehog update? Yes. I thought that movie bombed already. Is it out in theaters yet? Well, apparently there were so many. We, first, there were complaints when the the initial trailer came out because Sonic looked like crap and people were complaining about that. Yeah, it was horrible, horrible Horrible, animation. So then they went, supposedly went back and they redesigned, they took his teeth out and they made it a little bit, uh, well, people were still complaining after the movie was released. So they redesigned it again. They did everything. So they took the movie out of theaters because obviously they spent way too much money on this for this movie to fail. And they went back, and now the eyes are bigger. Sonic's eyes are bigger. The teeth are even less prominent. And guess when they're going to release this? February 4th. So it's a Valentine's Day movie. So February been, 2020. Yeah, February 14th yeah. is the release date, 2020. So if you've been looking for the perfect romantic movie, as you look ahead to after the Super Bowl in February, 
Sonic will finally be released. So they have another trailer, right? They have another trailer, and hopefully the third time of redoing this movie is Do they the add Ron Jeremy at least to give it some more credibility? <laughs> that would the real that hedgehog? Now that would be funny. But let's go to this trailer and see if anybody sees the major differences and if it now suddenly makes uh, makes it more appealing. So I'm Sonic, a little ball of super energy in an extremely handsome package. On my planet, people were always after my powers. So I came to yours. It gets a little lonely, but that's okay. I am living my best life on Earth. What? Ow! Let the place Sonic! Let the Pitcher's Mount also Sonic! Ugh, I can't with that guy. Hiding out in my garage. They're coming for me. If they steal my power, they could conquer the universe. You have to help me. No, I don't. Please, it's life or death. Super Sonic. Good morning, my rural chum. Mr. Dr. Robotnik. I'm going to give you five seconds to tell me where it is. Wait, don't hurt him. <laughs> Road trip. Woo -woo. This can't be happening to me. Oh my God, stop the car right what? now. What? The world's largest rubber band ball? We gotta see it. No, this is not some fun family road trip. <laughs> eh, you're right. It was lame. Gift shop was cool, though. Whatever this creature is, I'm going to uncover the source of its power. Yeah, hey. Wow. I just thought you might like a latte with steamed Austrian goat milk. Of course I want a latte. I love the way you make them! We gotta lay low. Let me show you how it's done. So should we get out of here? Yeah, time to go. I always want to do this. Nailed it! Hey, hey. Uh-oh. Let's go! Here comes the boom! How are you not dead? I have no idea! Oh! Give me a big fat! Is this, is this exciting you at all, Tony? No, I'm finding for reaction uh, sounds. Why would you throw your life away for this silly little alien? Good time. He's my friend. Let's go! This is my power. And I'm using it to protect my friends. Let's go! Let's go! Wow. So, you're supposed to be Tom's best friend that he won't shut up about. <laughs> well, I don't see the appeal. That is very gross. Let's go. Okay, that was cute. Wow. Okay. It, let me just give you my instantaneous reaction, because we've seen all the reincarnations and all the wasted millions of dollars yes. that they've spent on this movie. Millions. Let me just sum it up for you nicely. It just fucking sucks. It fucking sucks to be out here with this out-of-control shit. That movie is dreadful. Wow. It is dreadful, not just even if it was a cartoon with no actual human beings like Jim Carrey, who is uh, obviously not a human being anymore. Poor James Marsden. I know. And then guy Ben Schwartz. The Schwartz was not strong. He's the voice of Sonic, Ben Schwartz. You know who he is, right? No, who was he the voice of? 
He was on NBC's Parks and Recreation. Again, he's 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 a good he's a decent actor. But he's obviously just the voice, which is good. It's good to be a voice talent. But he's trying to sound, you know, he's trying to sound like. Yeah, he's trying to sound like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, because everybody wants to sound like Ryan Reynolds in his movies, yeah. Deadpool and all the other. Because he did the Pikachu, he, Pikachu movie. movie, which I, I think bombed as well. Right. Didn't it? I all these movies because they all look the same. The animation isn't even that good. We have the greatest technology on Earth. And that animation looks like Saturday morning cartoon garbage that you can see on Nicktoons. It is absolute garbage. I can't believe the people that put this movie together keep thinking, let's go back and just, because all the acting, the the, the live action stuff is still the same. All they did was change the Sonic character and make him look more appealing. It is absolutely garbage. The wow. only, the only, the uh, out of that entire clip, and it was a really long uh, trailer. The only thing that I kind of had a little chuckle over was at the very end with a dog, which I'm sure is just a two second scene. That was it. We saw it. <laughs> that was it. That the fact that they're still trying to pump this thing out of there, which means they 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 sank too much money yeah, into this, and they have to make and it work. And, and then, but you're at the point of no return. So they sank even more money into it. I just, it's crazy. Listen, if you like it, you go. I'm not telling people not to go see it. You do whatever you want. I don't tell people what to think, see, do, hear, feel, taste. I have. I won't even watch that. That would if that was on Netflix right now. I wouldn't put it on for ten seconds because there's nothing on Netflix that's any good. It is the biggest waste of money in the history of bullshit. Netflix is garbage, folks. I'm not kidding you, Robin. I every time I go on there, even their horror movies stink. There so is you nothing don't know how to on search. there. You I just, search every no. single movie. I'll some, some night I'll go in there. This and there's nothing on. He goes on to Netflix and he like goes. No, I don't. I look then, at every. Then, I look at most popular right now, and then I say nah, 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 nah. Well, once hell again, no. And then I go on to well, most popular. I'm like, nah, I don't care Tony, if it's most popular. Exactly. It you looks like garbage. And oh, by the way, I popular. am not watching a show, any show, that requires me to watch three seasons to catch up to the show. You do a show that takes more than two episodes, Bafangulo. That's what I say. Jason 2000. Yes, actually, he would like Mindhunter. But as no. you just heard, he's so stubborn, he won't even try anything. Bafangulo. I want Netflix canceled. No. I'm canceling it today as soon as this show's over. No, you're not. It's garbage. Mindhunter is good. But yes. Mindhunter's like you have to watch it like 15 seasons of it, right? It, I don't have time yet, to read what novels. I don't have time to watch. Ghost Hunters and uh, what's those the are not. One? Those are not. How those many are seasons? Com- How many seasons have you started? Have you been? But watching they're them? all self-contained individual episodes. So therefore, you do not have to watch it from episode one to get caught up. It's why I never watched Game of Thrones. I'm not the only show I ever watched to get caught up was Breaking Bad. That was the one and only and last show I will ever watch. As soon as I go to Netflix and look for a show that seems interesting, and they'll say season three. I'm not watching season one and two. Don't you understand that it's hurting the planet and the climate? If you watch more Netflix, I just read last week, and you binge watch Netflix, you're using bandwidth. Bandwidth requires energy. It requires... So if you want to save the planet... I want to save the planet. If you want to save the planet, ladies and gentlemen, you want to stop the world from 
and melt with you. You have to get rid of Netflix and stop streaming. Stop staying on your phone and walking around all day because that produces, that requires massive amounts of energy just to keep these shows going on. So when you're sitting at home and you're spending 32 consecutive hours hunkered down watching episode after episode of this crap, you are hurting the planet and you are to blame. You are responsible. All of you Netflix and chill douchebags. You know, Tony. I'm sorry. I just got to blame. You know, it's all about finding out the culprit, finding out the real people who are responsible for what's damaging this planet. Well, you know what? And it's the people who watch Netflix. Tony. <laughs> there, I think I am not the only one, based upon so many things that you say, that we would love to be able to see inside your head and figure out how your brain works and thinks. Because sometimes it makes sense and it's just really spot on, and other times it is just. You are still not mature yes, I am mature enough, honey. And we finally, this is this is my last, and I think we do have time to get to this. We now looks like we have the technology that where where we could look inside your brain. And you want to hear? Do you want to hear more about this? Yes. Oh, we have brain games. No. Now that's see, I'm watching National Geographic. See, now you would watch I'm watching a show. Discovery. I'm watching Travel Channel. Well, you would Channel. probably watch a show based upon this because real life telepathy, meaning reading each other's minds, is now closer than. Isn't that you what think. Mindhunter is about? No. Uh. Um, Mindhunter is about uh, serial killers and um, and finding them and and figuring out why they did why they did which this would actually this technology would take care of it yes ladies and gentlemen uh a company called BrainNet 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 is one piece closer to having honest to god telepathy uh computer aided telepathy that is but it could be very is big Is it business. next gen telepathy? Um in April a team of scientists from the University of Washington and Carnegie Mellon University published a journal in Nature a paper that detailed an ambitious experiment. And what they did was they played, in effect, a crude version of the video game Tetris, and each of the subjects would, could see the whole game screen, the falling blocks, and the gaps in the stacks of blocks in the bottom of the screen. This is too complicated, but using Shady. only their thoughts, they beamed commands to a third person whose own screen didn't show the stack that the falling block needed to fit in, and they were able to do it. So the third player who did not have the screen in front of them was able to make it work based upon the other two players beaming their thoughts into their brain. It's called BrainNet, and it is one piece of the telepathy puzzle, and um, it is going to happen, Tony. So five months later, this last September, a California medical device company called Synchron announced it had successfully tested for the first time in clinical settings another key piece, a brain sensor that was implanted into a brain. Unlike previous models, it does not require drilling a hole into the user's skull, which is a good thing. Well, I could use some of that right now to yeah. relieve the pressure, Robert. So it is a tiny... I've had, hole, I've had holes drilled in my butt. Why would I not have them drilled in my brain? 
But it is a well. That's kind of isn't that what Manson did? He drilled a hole in the middle of his brain so that he could have better drugs could access his brain yeah. immediately. Something yeah. weird. I'm gonna like do that, that right after the but show. This is, so Synchron has a tiny flexible stentrode and it travels through the bloodstream into the brain, and then it parks itself and begins reading neural activity. I want this. I I you know people. This would change the entire dynamic between men and women, because you know how men like. I don't understand how you think. Well, now you would be able to understand it. There's a woman talking in my ear about something that has nothing to do with what we're doing here. <laughs> it does have something to do with it, damn it. There's insanity in what do you the control think? room tonight. What do you think? Do you think telepathy is a good thing? Do you think we should be able well, to read each other's minds? Well, the great Gordon Lightfoot classic, If You Could Read My Mind. Reminds me of a joke that I used to tell every time we would play this song on the radio. Uh-huh. And I'd say, if you could read my mind, you'd slap my face, bitch. <laughs> I think I would love this only if they you could actually turn it off. Like, if you didn't want somebody or you didn't want to be able to read somebody's mind or if you didn't want somebody to be able could to read... Could you imagine that? That's a great point by uh, Mikey Mrs. Hairplugs. In the Me Too era, could you imagine reading someone's mind and then finding out what they were really thinking so that you could immediately have lawyers on hand to file lawsuits for sexism, racism, misogynistic thoughts, and all the other bullshit-isms like there are Like I said, it would only be there. good if you could turn it off. But I don't know. I think it would be... I, I would love to be able to read... Be able to send my thoughts to you, telepathy, te telepathically. I, I, can, I, I know exactly what you're thinking at every second of the day, Robin. Shh, you so don't. You think you do, but you don't. Maybe this brain thing will get Tony to stop leaving dirty peanut butter knives on the counters at night. In fact, I don't do that. I know that's I'm the, I'm, I'm, I'm the one opposite. that does that. I'm the one. Oh. If I see a sink with cups and dishes in it at night, I literally my head explodes like the movie scanners. Remember how the beginning of the show where we said that he learned and he he had the the where he was living with the two women. Um, and he was the cook and the cleaner. He really does. I like I cook, but he cleans way better than I do. Way. There've been way. a bunch of movies about this. People are pointing it out. There's that stupid movie, What Men Want. It was a book, and then they make everything into a movie. But this is real. This is bullshit, Robin. No. It's absolute bullshit. You know what I'm saying? See, because the stentrode can wirelessly transmit data to other devices. Smart. I don't even know what I'm thinking. Well, Why do I care what anybody else is thinking? This is actually, I mean, all joking aside about the telepathy thing, the really cool thing, though, is that for people that have prosthetics, um, you know, they have, um, and, and getting the thought, like, I want to move my hand, I want to pick something up, that has been very, very difficult to do, and this would allow that to happen because it could send the message from the brain to the prosthetic, and that is actually an amazing thing. So, I mean, we joke around. Yes, there are other applications, obviously, but just Robin, to be able to do that is If I had fantastic. telepathic abilities and I was starting to read people's minds, I would actually become even more depressed to figure out that what's in these people's heads is not really worthy of even I, – I, why would I care? Why would I care what they're thinking? Only to find out what they're thinking is absolutely meaningless bullshit anyway. I've got enough meaningless bullshit in my brain right now to try to <laughs> decipher what some other person's brain has loaded with meaningless bullshit.
Thank you, Hot Rob Bubba, for following. Exactly. This is the kind of show that we go next level here every day. We can just throw shit against the wall in the show, or we can go to San, uh, California and L.A. and pour diarrhea on somebody's head against the wall. Just, uh, I don't even want to think about it. I don't know why that that grosses me out more than— I mean, You're it's- freaking people out, Robin. You have, you're freaking people out to think about— We already have robots who are going to run the world. Now we're going to have to start, start thinking. People don't think. That's the problem. Well, maybe somebody can think for, oh, I just realized. Did you hear what I almost said? Maybe somebody can think for them. <gasps> Talk about yeah, that's deep. Called, that's called cuck husbands. That's no, what they No, no. Joe Biden's got his wife out there thinking for him to try to save his ass. I just realized that that's a whole government deep state thing. If the government could then start thinking for people, how scary. They already are spying on us, Robin. No, thinking for you, not they're just thinking. spying. They're controlling my mind. They're telling me which bad yeah. songs to get on Spotify. Okay, scratch this entire thing. Yeah, this forget is a really about bad it. idea. As I told you, the classic example is Spotify or any other search engine. You put something in that you want. You're trying to find something that was really important, mm-hmm. but you don't particularly remember what it was. That's the purpose of Google and all these other sites, right? Yes. You go in. You don't remember immediately. For example, or when I talked thing. about the songs right. earlier. And then I look for a song, and it doesn't give me the yeah. original artist. It buries the original Spotify's artist. Spotify's algorithm sucks. It really does. I mean, Spotify itself is fantastic, but their al- their search algorithm is horrible because you have to have the exact— That's because Al Gore's involved. Anytime you have an Al Gore rhythm, you know, it's a literal dumpster fire. <laughs> a literal dumpster fire. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this was our first— Full three-hour-in-a-row show in a while because of Tony's— They said it couldn't be done. Tony was out for a while, and then we had technical issues again. They said I didn't have the eyes, ears, nose, throats, or rectum to be able to accomplish this amazing feat. No wires, no windows, and and no no doors. doors. Now, we want to thank people— for tuning in, there's a lot of new people that I noticed that have been um, follow new followers uh, that we've been getting since we've been back. So, one, we want to thank you. Um, we do do a show pretty much every day, starting at 1 p.m. Eastern. Correct. Sometimes it's two hours if you have a double header where you have to go off. Normally- like on Mondays and Wednesdays, uh, Mondays and Thursdays, we do a right. two-hour show from one to three because then we have to jump in the car and go to a remote location. Monday nights at in New Jersey in Glassboro there on the Rowan campus at the Landmark Americana. And then Thursdays, we go uh, to Screwballs in King of Prussia to do the Thursday night pregame from 6 to 8. So we're giving you two two-hour shows. Not that we were giving it to you, but we, have to, we can't do more than two hours and then make the trip all the way up to King of Prussia and be there in time to set right. up the equipment and do the show. So... Um but we also want to remind people that are listening on the other on the other platforms that Twitch is our home base. Twitch is where we stream from and where we have all the communication on and it is the only platform that supports the show. Yes, we bring it out to you elsewhere on Facebook and Periscope and Twitter and uh, YouTube and all those other locations. And that's so that we can reach as many people as possible. But it's in our hopes and it is in the show's best interest to pull everybody that's listening from elsewhere into Twitch eventually um, so that you can see how fantastic Twitch is. And, um, and that is how 
the show is supported. So if you are listening to us on another platform other than Twitch, please check Twitch out. It is free to download. It is available on all platforms for your computer, for your tablet, for every single phone. And um, follow Bruno Nation Live. Uh, make sure that you have the little notifications turned on so that whenever we do go live, you will automatically get one and uh, get a little notification. And the other great thing about um, Twitch is that if you are in a car or someplace that you don't have a high bandwidth, mm -hmm. you can click on the little cog up in the upper right-hand corner and choose to listen to audio only so that you're just listening to the radio show live. And um, that way it's safe. So, um, yes. Do we have any other... I want to play this again, Robert. We played this at the beginning of the show. Is it snowing outside again? I don't know. There's a couple flakes out there, but that's a daily occurrence here. But it's going to get cold tonight in many places. It's already... Temperatures are already dropping. Of course, we're overreacting because that's what people do, but we're mocking the overreaction. Just be careful out there. That's all you got to do. Don't go crazy because you got to run to the store and get milk and butter and eggs. Just just use your damn common sense. You know, as the great R. Kelly told us so many times, Robert, you know, while everybody's being crazy, nobody can calm down, what do you do? You just got to relax. You know why? This is what you got to do, Robin. You got to use your common sense. Exactly. Unfortunately, right. common sense is. I mean, some people are somewhat born with it, but common sense is kind of learned, it is taught. And we are not teaching common sense anymore. No, common sense isn't taught. Uh, right and wrong is taught. So you teach your kids right from wrong. And then they grow up and do the wrong thing, which everybody does, and then realize that it's not good to do the wrong thing unless you're rewarded for doing the wrong thing. If you're rewarded for doing the wrong thing, you're going to continue to doing the wrong thing. If you're not rewarded, if you do the right thing and it doesn't feel good, and you watch the movie over and over again, Sometimes people do the right thing and they're not satisfied. So doing the wrong thing is more exciting, right? Yeah. The taboo things that people aren't supposed to do, they dabble in that, and then they decide that so they're going to choose the wrong things. And we all choose the wrong thing every day. You know what I'm saying? Like I choose the wrong beer sometimes with Robin when she tries to get me to buy a beer that I don't really want, and it's $8 and it's a super hoppy thing, and I take a sip of it and spit it out. And realize I just wasted eight dollars. Well, speaking of uh, doing the right thing, we do need to go because we have some place to go. We we need to go to Stateside Vodka. Check it out, and we will. I'm let sure people are really, really feeling bad for us right now, Rob. I know. I'm sure they're feeling so, so, but so. We're not so going to. I'm just going to have a taste. We're not going to go over there and do a happy hour and get wasted no. and drive in the cold weather. I'm going to bundle up. We're going to get the family trust trucks are all gassed up and ready to go. You know what I'm saying? This final note, though, on the uh, we talked about Disney Plus. Let me give you a quick rundown on how much streaming services are costing you. Hulu with no ads, thirteen dollars a month. Okay. Netflix, twelve dollars a month. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm Write gonna, these down. I'm, I'm going to start. Uh, so wait, wait, wait. You have a calculator start, start ready. Start. So Hulu was thirteen. Hulu with no ads is thirteen dollars. Okay. Netflix is twelve dollars, which is bullshit. It's like eighteen. Okay. HBO Now Max, $15 reportedly. Okay. Disney Plus, $7 a month. Mm -hmm. Prime, $9 a month. 
CBS All Access, except to information about the rapists and child molesters and predators, uh, $6 a month for CBS All Access. Okay. Apple TV, $5 a month. Showtime, $11 a month. Stars, $9 a month. In other words, about $90 a month in streaming services. 87 bucks, yeah. Almost $90 a month. And cutting the cord, this is the point. Cutting the cord was supposed to save us how much? It's bullshit. It is bullshit. Well, and the problem is is that the companies know that if they're going to give you... Unfortunately, there's not an internet-only company. No. That's the problem. Internet is all we need now. Yeah. Because everything's available there. Again, I know a lot of people work with... I, I, you know, I'm not beholden to any cable company... I'm not beholden to any streaming service. Chris F29 says, I pay $20 a month and I get everything. How? How do you get internet and all of that stuff? I don't know. But you tell them. Whatever you it tell is. tell us. We want it. I totally don't know what it is, but I want it. I am willing now to bamboozle, hoodwink, and find ways to cut costs. That's the American way. I mean, unless Bernie Sanders could get my cable bill paid, my alimony paid, my water bill paid, and all the other bills, my telephone bills, my automobiles. Chris F. says he in, he does internet is separate. That's the problem around here. But he uh, he uses a Fire Stick and Gears TV. Not See, Israeli Gears, the so great. That's the problem. Now. If we want good internet, which we need to be able to stream the show, we can't just have any average internet. We have to have the really high speed internet. There's nobody out there that doesn't. It's actually cheaper to get the internet and bundle it than it is no, to do. It I'm going to find a way to get free internet for every American, every man, <laughs> woman, and children. Internet is, internet is absolutely the lifeblood of America right now. It should be provided for free. Forget about all this other crap. This world would not function without internet in any way, shape, or form. You realize that, Robin? Tony Bruno, what? we have to go. All right, I'm going. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. We'll see you back here tomorrow at 1. And God bless America. It's still the greatest country on the damn earth. In our world here, a happy little mountain. Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon.